Hello, fans. This is Hall of Famer Ron Simmons, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. And if you're not listening, that's just one word for you. Damn! You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dano Heron. I am Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 310 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us in a lot of places. Very many. But the main is streets <laughs> of Beaumont, Texas. <laughs> Uh, I ain't working those streets, man. Uh, no, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel, and Tyler's at Tyler underscore Abear. There you go. So welcome to the show. It is so nice to be back after uh, our trip to San Antonio and me falling a little under the weather. We took last week off so that we could... Uh, Come back strong, stronger, better than ever, rested, recouped, all mm-hmm. the good stuff. Tyler, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah? Got a little sinus stuff going on. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The weather in our area sucks. Oh, yeah. It's really not the the best. With the Gets everyone All the stuff and stuff going through the air, all the pollen, all the stuff. And then sure. being close to refineries yes. doesn't help either. The so. lovely, clean air. Smell the air. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah doug how you doing i am totally fine all right good to hear that yeah so uh what'd you do on your week off not much did you play some wb 2k 17 no oh man did you catch up on wrestling uh i saw everything from this week that counts all right that does count i mean mostly just Sleep in and yeah, laying around. Relax, kick yeah. your feet up, rest for a while, enjoy it, man. Hope you enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, like like we've got a whole lot to talk about this week because uh, we're gonna talk about our trip to San Antonio, talk about the Royal Rumble. A little late on that one, obviously, because we took the week off. Uh, we'll dive in a little bit about Raw, SmackDown as well. We'll also be giving you our Elimination Chamber predictions. We've got some hot topics as well. So, like I said, welcome to the show. It's good to be back. Uh, speaking of back, we have some feedback. Uh, first bit of feedback we have is from James. Speaking of back, my neck, my back. <laughs> Just like that. When you move, when I move, you move. <laughs> uh, first bit of feedback. <laughs> that was nice. Uh, first bit of feedback we have is from James saying, I think Super Nintendo and Sega had two different versions of Shaq Fu, like Mortal Kombat. It had to be because there are some characters that I've never seen before. And I had Shaq Fu on Super Nintendo. And right now I have Shaq Fu on Sega Game Gear. Do you really? Oh, yeah, I do. That's awesome. Yeah. So I I, I haven't played in a while, but hey, man, I'll break that stuff out. I can bring (laughs) it Sunday if you want to play some Shaq Fu. 
Get the Shaq Fu on. I'm pretty sure he's right, though. I do think there are two different versions. Because yeah. I swear, there was about like three characters I did not recognize. Hmm. Very cool. Uh, and final bit of feedback we have is from Victor. Victor. Saying, never let it be... Never let it be said that this year's Rumble was predictable. Very fun to see. So uh, thank you very much, Victor, for that, for the comment. We'll get into it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into it um, as we kick off our huge weekend that we had in San Antonio. We had uh, an all right drive up there, had a couple detours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a wreck somewhere. Which road was it? You were going to go around somewhere, but it was going to connect to that street. And if we would have got, like, going that way, we would have been, because the crash just happened, they were picking up everything. So people were getting out of their vehicles and just talking to each other, just chilling or whatever. So we would have been in that traffic. So Well, what had happened is once you get to a certain point, there's just the interstate. Like, there's no off-roads. Like, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Until you come up to the next town. And so what had happened was a vehicle collision occurred during one of those points and I was fortunate enough to check my map prior to us leaving the restaurant uh shortly after we uh was it after Katie or right before I think it was right before Katie uh I wanted to make sure that we were outside of Houston before we stopped to eat and um and I checked and sure enough there was a a little notification on my map said hey there's a there's a wreck there's expect delays and I was like, okay, well, that's fine. You know, we'll we'll work our way around it. And it said to get to this point is you know three hours. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's where we're going. That's San Antonio. But I relooked at it, and the total length of the trip was six hours. And I was like, well, that's not right because we're already you know an hour in. It's four hour, four to four and a half hour drive. What's it doing saying it's six? Well, the three hours was because of that wreck. Yeah. And so, fortunately, we were able to take a couple back streets and uh, avoid a very large portion of that. Ended up passing the whole wreck. Yeah. And uh, hopping back up on to the uh, to the interstate, saving us probably about three hours because yeah. traffic had come to a complete stop. Yeah, they were picking up. And stuff. it had for some time because the people near the wreck were out of their vehicles and just casually walking around so it was pretty crazy to see um but um you know luckily for us we were able to to bypass it all and uh continue on our journey uh to san antonio we did get to san antonio safely so that's always a good thing we were able to check into our hotel drop off our gear and then uh head over to our first wrestling show of the night which was evolve 76 Really good time. We were close to walking the show, and maybe we can watch them practice like last time. I mean, we walked in, but the problem is that we stopped walking in as opposed to just going in and, and sitting down somewhere. Um, you know, we, we looked like we didn't belong. That's yeah. what it was. Um, and so we were told, hey, the doors aren't opening for another 30 minutes or whatever it was. So we went back out in the car and waited for that. So um, had some really fun matches. Um I'm trying to think. Let me ask you something. So, Al, if like the show, how many of those guys have you never heard of? Uh, from 76? Yeah. Several. There were several that I had not heard of. Um, I mean, obviously, I'd heard of ACH. Obviously, I'd heard of Chris Hero. And I remember the one guy who was at the uh, show that we went to that had 
um, some of the Japan stars. But I, oh, I, I, uh, I remembered his, yeah, I remembered his face. I couldn't remember his name. I was trying to tell you guys about him. Yeah. I was like, I, I know if you I see him, you'll yeah. recognize him. It, I remember. Just, he's got such a unique look that it's like <laughs> impossible to describe. It's yeah, weird. yeah. So, uh, and then there was Carson, uh, who's you know, he wasn't like part of the Evolve card. They yeah. had uh, a promotion that like wrestled before they did, right? In which I th- I don't know if it was there. Promotion or someone else who had, that was there. It right? was like Reedy Boy Gonzalez, like Texas yeah. Wrestling Academy. I believe it was. Pro- I mean, it, no one said this or anything, but if I had to guess, I because Evolve doesn't travel with a ring. I would imagine it's like like trade for ring for letting the a couple of his guys get some exposure on the pre-show. So uh, my assumption is that they traded the ring for some exposure for some of his guys. And they did like a three match pre show, and he provided the ring. Yeah, which turned out to be a fucking disaster. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so it wasn't their uh, ring; it was someone else's. And the, what was? And that? I don't yeah. know that for a fact. I'm just saying that is my more than likely. That's, that's what it looks like it happened. Because who was it? It was was it? Jo- uh, how do you say Jaka? Um, Jaka. Jaka versus the guy Peter that. Casa. Yeah, Peter Casa. That's when the rope broke. That was the opening contest of Evolve '76, yeah. and. That that's when they should have called it because the dude looked. We were worried about him, and he then took, he a, took a power bomb. bomb, a power bomb. No, 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 no. That was Jaka being sort of out of it. Was like the next day that the uh, who like, the who fought uh, Peter Casa when the ropes he he tried to come off the rope and he fell on his fucking head. That's yeah, he like, did that. that. Then then he took the then power, took power bomb power at the end. Bomb. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, I thought you were talking about how like. In the tag match the next day, like no. Jocka looked like out on his feet or whatever, and no. we were like, "Dude, that dude's out." <laughs> yeah, but no, because it should have been over after the stuff with the ropes. But then they had to do the finish, and he took a power bomb. He probably they should have probably just went to the finish for safety, but yeah. Like, Thank God he uh, survived that. I mean, he didn't wrestle the next day, and he was supposed to. So <laughs> I know Gabe tweeted out that he was doing okay, but that was very ominous, like a. He's doing okay, and like not, he's fine. He's alive. Yeah, so I mean, I all those guys really. I was impressed with all those guys. Every one of those guys in the show had my attention, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I like wrestling. You know, like I love live wrestling up and close. Like we were in the first row, and I think that's helped. Too. I think that's part of the allure is the intimacy because we we were front row, uh, yeah. and there was no guardrails or anything like that between us and the wrestlers. So. You know, for us to be that close and to uh, get the high fives and uh, oh, yeah. pat them on the back and all that, do all that fun stuff, it makes it a lot more fun. It's much more memorable. And, you know, you get to see the action so, so many, close. I mean, there's like so many people, but I think I'm going to say a group that stood out to me was a catch point. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't realize because, you know, I I would see things. I like Evolve on Facebook, but I would see certain things and not see everything. I didn't realize that was actually Drew Gulak's uh, group. Hmm. Actually, him and TJ Perkins were both in it before they got signed. Oh, really? So, yeah. I Man, I was impressed with all of Yo Catchpoint. They're freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, 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 is really good, and he's sort of like coming into his own, like, exposure wise. Chris Dickinson is like a. He's, he seems aggressive, and I like that. Um, yeah. And uh, Tracy Williams, hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, Dickinson and Jocka were, like, brand new additions. Like, the last set of shows, they just okay. sort of joined Catch Point. That's what, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, they were, like, they were sort of, like, 
trying to prove themselves. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> I still said Jock needs to wear uh, shoes. <laughs> and then, of course, the star of Evolve, in our opinions, aside from Chris Hero, Mr. Riddle. <laughs> that oh, was man. a treat. Uh, yeah, we never heard of him before. I know Doug was talking about uh, him and ACH match. That's what he was looking forward to. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can't wait to see this dude. This dude is like <laughs> surfer-esque type. Like, mm. whoa, man. Like, But he can back up. He's an MMA fighter. His dude's like badass, legit. But he's just laid back and doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was the nicest guy that we met. What's so cool is, I, I guess it was both shows. Or maybe, I don't know if it's, yeah, both shows. There's times, I don't know if it's before or after his match, he would come out just in the audience. I don't know yeah. if he was still selling his merch or whatever, but when stuff goes down to matches, he's clapping. He's like, yeah, he's getting into the matches too. So he's you know, like a fan too. So, but he's so, man, he's so talented. Yeah. So awesome. He's certainly, uh, taking to wrestling very well. Yeah. And, uh, he's only got like a little bit over like a year experience under his belt. So which that's crazy. I know he has an MMA background, and some of that stuff like does helps, helps carry over. Yeah, some of it translate, but I mean, some doesn't. It's not like, uh, I mean, you've seen guys who've done MMA that aren't like as good as him, especially not with only a year in. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like ridiculously good for his experience level. He's like mind-blowingly good for his experience. <laughs> yeah, level. and he just the guy oozes charisma. It's not even like a gimmick though. It's just yeah. like who he is. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's he's also awesome. so like and you know how like Daniel like part of the lure of Daniel Bryan is like how genuine he seems. Yeah, Th- that's the same thing. Riddle is not the same type of person or the same type of guy as Bryan, but he Matt Riddle is like as genuine as like seeming as Daniel Bryan, where it's just like that's the guy like who he mm-hmm. is. You know, like the bro thing isn't a fucking gimmick. He just says bro a lot, <laughs> yeah. so that he when people bro. picked up with it like. And he sort of turned it into a thing. You know? Year of bro. That's right. Hell and, yeah, uh, it's It's a gimmick now, but it like it wasn't like this forced thing. He just actually says bro a lot, and so it turned into a gimmick. So he like maybe overemphasizes it now, but mm. it's... Turns know, it's, it up a little bit. Yeah. And if you haven't heard of him, check him out. He's like awesome. even, even at NXT TakeOver, we were, you know, we got to see him, and uh, we started chanting bro at him, and he, he literally just stops in his tracks. He's got like two beers in his hand, and he's... Gives us a little head nod. Hey guys. So, uh, but, but yeah, a little bit on that part though is uh, NXT when they show Tyler Bate. <laughs> if you look in the background, if you look up Matt Riddle, if you don't know who he is, look him up. Then yeah. also go back and see that when they show Tyler Bate, he's in the background smiling like, yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> but uh, going back to the Evolve shows, I mm-hmm. saw a gif of it where he's like mouthing. I think he's saying, "I'll beat his ass." Or something <laughs> like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but like, I'll. To speak a little bit about the wrestling itself, like the it was like ACH's like debut in Evolve, yeah. which and it's like a, he's a Texas guy. I think he I, more specifically than a Texas guy, I think he's actually from the San Antonio area. So I think it was like a real homecoming for the guy. Wow. And as I felt like it hurt the match because people wanted to cheer for both guys. Yeah. And so there was a lot of like, ah, who do I cheer for? Which <laughs> ACH, result- bro. ACH bro bro but I ACH like, bro bro uh, yeah. but it's ACH. like well yeah but I mean I feel like the crowd like genuinely wanted to be for both guys which sort yeah. of hurt the crowd reaction the match was good I like the match but I felt like it hurt it sort of 
and you can't you can't fault Gabe. It's like one of those matches. You're like you have an opportunity to do this match before anybody else does this match, mm-hmm. so you pull the trigger. So, but so it's not like his fault. It's just like a weird scenario where how much of the crowd liked both guys sort of hurt the overall like feeling of the match or whatever. Yeah, uh, ACH did two shows. He did both shows, and he actually mm-hmm. fought each day. He was a member of Catchpoint. Same uh, thing with Yehi, and I know that's like another chance to do Yehi yeah. ACH before it could happen anywhere else. It's like another. Like Gabe is smart to do that, but the crowd wanted to cheer for Yehi and ACH. He put him against both guys that the crowd was like split on, you know. So it was a uh, it hurt like the crowd. I, I don't know how it came off on tape. Maybe people yeah. who watched on Flow Slam were like, "No, nah, the crowd was fucking popping. It was on." But uh, yeah, to felt- me, it sounded like it was a fifty-fifty crowd. Yeah, and well, it was sort of a battle of uh, the Yehi ACH, but the 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 Riddle ACH match. I felt like people were like. You could, or like, you could see like the wheels turning in people's heads, or like, who do I want to cheer for in this? And it's sort of, yeah, I don't know. I thought the match was good though. Um, uh, that fucking this is sort of where I guess we're sort of jumping back and forth. That's okay. Nights, but um, the 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 Dustin and Matt Riddle match, Jesus bananas. Look, and I know I I want to give I want to give Chuck Taylor a lot of fucking credit because a lot of people. There was a lot of talk about like that that match being awesome, and of course Matt Riddle's awesome. I'm not taking anything away from that, but like there were two people in that ring. Well, no, no, no. it's not just that. Like the reason the match was actually as good as it is because of Chuck Taylor. He took some stupid ass bumps, yes, which were fucking awesome. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm not, I'm not one of those people who's gonna like. Oh my gosh! I mean, but he was like so like instrumental in like how awesome that match was. Like the. Whenever they were like, whenever they were whipping each other in the chairs, like the first time that Dustin got like whipped into the chairs, it was ridiculous. Also, like the the tope off on the table was pretty bananas as well. I don't know. He was really under. I feel like he's <laughs> underappreciated in the match. He did a bunch of cool you, shit. I remember you saying before all stuff. You were wondering how this was gonna go. This is gonna be interesting. You know, Dustin versus Matt Riddle. But yeah. I mean, I thought it would. It was just. It was so crazy, man. I mean, if you check out the shows, you'll see us in the background with you'll everything. Yeah, you'll see us a lot. <laughs> but man, this so many things where like he had a freaking fan set up a. Okay, Dustin was sitting and a fan set up a chair. Was it? Yeah. He held a chair. He held a chair. Yeah. So Matt Riddle runs and kicks the chair into his face. Yeah. Stuff like that. They they did like a two or was it three layers of chairs with what you said earlier, mm-hmm. and you know. Uh, turnbuckle suplexed him or whatever onto his chair. I'm like, oh gosh, because if you see certain clips and certain angles, you'll see our faces. We're like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, oh, most my of the time you'll probably gosh. see me just holding a camera in front of my face. Yeah, he, you, th- <laughs> uh, not you, uh, Matt Riddle, like threw him, uh, threw Dustin in the chairs, and it wasn't. It was like metal chairs with a little bit of padding. It was like those type of chairs and yeah. stuff like that, and I'm like, they're, they're telling them, move, move. No, those that was the purely plastic. Was it plastic out chairs? Yeah. Oh, okay, they didn't have any cushion. Do you know it's crazy and awesome when it's like you're in the crowd, wrestler tells you to move, though, like part of that crowd moves, goes to the <laughs> other side, does that over and over and over, and everyone's just like, like in yeah. crazy mode, We're like yeah, what the hell's happening? <laughs> so many, you know, so much shit, man. There's. So much to talk about. Let's go to another match. Uh, what else? Well, we have? I, I was cracking up because you know Dustin came out and you know he told the crowd move, yeah. and then no one did anything. He's like, "Must move!" Like he's losing his mind, yeah. getting pissed off. So 
It was a really nice touch. Um, but like, it's hard to undercut Matt Riddle. There is no undercutting Matt Riddle, yeah. So, yeah. I, so I'm not even worried about undercutting him. But uh, Chuck Taylor took all the the big impressive bumps <laughs> yeah. in the match. Yeah. yeah, he took the crazy like Irish whip into the chairs. He took the tope onto the table, and he took like the superplex onto all the chairs. So, oh, dude, also, if you notice, I know sometimes he blocked it, but I swear a few times. When Dustin threw the chair, it hit him in the head. I swear I saw that. I know yeah. he most of the time he put his hands up, but it looked vicious. Like you know that one where you you grab that chair and you like chunk it, like mm-hmm. and you hit someone, man. Oof. Yeah. Um. Other people that I've seen before that I haven't seen live. Uh, Ethan Page. Oh man, he's actually bigger than I thought. He's like he's him. a tall guy and he's got some size to him. Uh, how tall? I mean, he's. I don't know. T- I mean, I don't know his. But he's a big guy, and he hits hard too, man. Uh, who did he fight the first time? First night. Who, remember, who was his match the first night? I remember the second night, not the first night. I'm trying to think. I can't remember who he wrestled the first night. I'll try and look it up. Uh, what about that spot with who is that blonde-haired guy? Darby Allen. When he. Climbed up the the beams he climbed of the up building. Beam. <laughs> like, he was slipping too. <laughs> yeah, I but felt the, like he took like a big step forward as far as like because he's sort of been his spot on the shows. He's relatively new to evolve. He's not like brand brand new, but he's relatively new to the evolve. And his his spot has sort of been like the guy who takes uh, like a stupid bump or like a crazy like he's. There was a match where he actually got like hip, like uh, back body dropped over the top rope to the floor on the outside, which is a stupid. Wow. He's sort of been that guy who does like that crazy bump on every show, but I felt like he sort of took like the crowd really took to him and got yeah. behind him. And he's really seemed like a what something I didn't really pick up on necessarily like watching him like on tape before is he he's he's sort of good at like facial expressions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's like and, and being like a smaller guy. Uh, he's sort of like a natural like underdog, and the crowd really took to getting behind him. So I yeah. felt like he sort of like elevated himself up the card a little bit. Who are y'all? Who are y'all looking for? Who, who did, did Ethan Page or Russell the first night? Ethan Page, uh, Zach Saber Jr. for seventy six. That's 76. right. That's right. Uh, okay, that was it then. Yeah. Then the next night, it was he got he he it turned into the trios match. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, in which. The gatekeepers that were with him, I don't know if you've seen those guys, looked them up too. When everyone was like doing like flying shit or whatever, and, and uh, Ethan Page, big man, it's your time to fly. <laughs> One of the guys, oh my God, he overshot it, but he did fly. It's Bla- Blaster McMassive. I don't know. I don't know if they've given them individual names. Like they were, um, they were Chikara guys. They're the uh, Devastation Corporation. I don't, they're called the gatekeepers in of all, but I don't know that they've given them individual names. So. It's Blaster. I don't know what he's going by in the ball, but he, he did that. His fucking day. He's so he like overshot the whole fucking crowd that was supposed to catch him. Mm-hmm. But still, still impressive. Still Landed impressive. on his feet too. Yeah. Oh, oh that side. Um. Then also, there was a guy in that match because it was the trios. It was uh, Barrett Brown and um. Oh, what's your what's the guy's name? Just I keep on forgetting. Darby, Darby Allen. Allen. Darby Allen. It was actually two on two at first, or no, it was three on two, right? Yeah, it was a three on two. But then Zay, uh, Zach Saber Jr. came in later on, so it was three on three. Mm-hmm. So it was gatekeepers and Ethan, you know, versus them. 
But man, it it was just a it was just a great match. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of other matches they had because we're flip flopping back and forth. Yeah. Here's uh, here's the card for seventy six. Yeah. Uh, Jaka defeats Peter Casa. Did I say that right? Yeah. Uh, Darby Allen defeats Chris Dinkinson. Uh, Jason Kincaid defeats Dustin. Zack Sabre Jr. defeats uh, Ethan Page. And then the decision was reversed when Sabre was disqualified for refusing to break the hold. Yeah. Matt Riddle defeated ACH by pinfall. Fred Yehi and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams defeats Jeff Cobb and Timothy Thatcher. And then Chris Hero goes on to face Keith Lee in the main event, where not one but two of the turnbuckles break. <laughs> I just want to say this really quickly because I'm going to forget if I don't. But um, I, we saw like the next, uh, well, I guess the second day that night we went to NXT Takeover mm-hmm. and we saw the Authors of Pain, <laughs> and I was just sitting, I was sitting there looking. I thought to myself, and then I ended up telling Daniel, I was like. You know, I their their deal is that they're like big guys, you know. But I but it's sort of it's sort of hard to buy them as impressive big like uh, based on size. Whenever we just saw Keith Lee, yeah, and fucking Jeff Cobb, and those are the Jeff thickest, Cobb, yeah, the thickest motherfuckers oh I've gosh. ever seen. It's not fat. It's not. It's just like they're like cut thick. It's just they were like weirdly big dudes. And it's like after seeing those I'm, big motherfuckers up close, it's so hard to like. Being all of someone else's size. I'm going to say this because, I mean, I can go ahead and say this anyway. He was selling pictures anyway. Jeff Cobb is Matanza. He's not He's not as sensitive about it as a lot of people are. Yeah. So. yeah. He's had pictures there signed as, but he's, he's Matanza <laughs> Cueto. Whenever you got the thing, didn't he say you want me to sign it as Matanza or Jeff Well, Cobb? he said... When I went up to meet him and I was I was like oh let me get the let me get the Matanza poster and I said could you sign it as well and he was like yeah do you want me to sign it or him <laughs> I was like let's get him to sign it <laughs> so he's like okay I got to practice this again <laughs> but he was he was a nice guy nice as could be so yeah because um, I I knew that I was like oh you could say something because he has that picture there I would say it's not yeah. off limits yeah yeah it's, whenever you're selling the merch of that particular character I think it's okay. Um. Uh, yeah, he was a really nice guy. Yeah, it was okay. Sorry, go back to the thing before that. Uh, the main event it was Jeff. Yeah, when you do Jeff Cobb and Timothy Thatcher versus um, what was it? Fred Yehi and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Which was it? That match or was it the next day where? Who was it who fell into our laps? That was the next day. That was the next that day. That was Dickinson. Oh, yeah. Okay, Dickinson fell. Like I'm not joking. I didn't know what to do. He was sitting in my lap. I was like, "There's a big sweaty dude sitting in my lap. What am I supposed to do?" I was cheering, but I was like, "Okay, this is kind of weird, but I'm going with it." I mean, hey, this is cool that they're right. There's so many times where people will fall, like, "Okay, something's about to happen." They're jumping over ropes. I don't know, you know, just yeah. saying that. I'm like, "Oh, please!" I'm. It's so awesome. I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm like right here. I'm like hell yeah, man! It's so awesome. I'm so pumped. I don't care if they land on you. Want to be in on the action? I am. That's all badass, man. You want to catch him? Yeah. <laughs> I also just want to say that like Stokely Hathaway is hands down like the best manager in the business. Yeah. And I we know were that, giving him hell. I know that he's so fucking like above and beyond like good at what he does. Like, and I know that it's sort it's, it sounds like. I'm saying Stokely Hathaway is the best manager in the business by default because there's not a lot of like managers in wrestling anymore. But I don't fucking mean that. Like I don't mean that. I mean that as like genuine like good praise. Like I haven't I haven't felt like that way about a guy since like Larry Sweeney. Like when and when and when Larry Sweeney 
was a manager. There still was, it was still a time when there weren't also, I mean, not still, but also a time when there wasn't a lot of managers like in wrestling or independent wrestling or even, you know, WWE or whatever. But that, that didn't stop people from saying like, you know, Larry Sweeney is the best fucking manager like in the business, you know, like, and like I have since Sweeney, I haven't felt that way about like, that's the best guy doing this since Sweeney that I felt I'm tangling my words, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm saying since Sweeney, since I felt like Sweeney is the best guy doing this, I haven't felt that ab- about a person since I'm now saying like Stokely is the best guy doing this. He, nice. he was good, and I, we had fun harassing him when he was around <laughs> the ring and stuff. Like, oh, his facial fucking expression, oh, and he doesn't like he's he knows like he's so fucking good at what he does because he doesn't distract from the match, but he like adds the punch like when it like needs to. Mm-hmm. He's so fucking good at his facial expressions. So he fucking he's like so quick with the banter, like with the crowd and shit. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Your boy's going to lose, Stokely, and you're just, you know, shooing us off. Yeah, I don't know. He's, Be gone, child. He's Be so gone. fucking good at what he does. I don't know. Yeah. That guy's awesome. It's a crime if he isn't, like, managing someone in the WWE, like, yeah. now, like yeah. now, you know? Uh, if they fucking did managers anymore, you know? Timothy Thatcher. Uh, Manager, what's that? And um, Jeff Cobb were teaming together, but they're not, they weren't friends. They were kind of enemies. Yeah. Well, Stokely brought him in to team because... Thatcher wanted like a shot at the tag belts on the, and then his reward for like tagging with him was a shot at the uh, Thatcher's title. Yeah. yeah. But then main event. Main Go event. Ahead. Chris Hero and Keith Lee. Dude, two <laughs> big dudes just welling at each other. And just, I'm like, okay. <laughs> After the first break of the night, then yeah. the second, they're like, we were just all freaked out. We don't want no one hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was a time period where like the match kind of stopped and they threw the, the ropes out. Yeah. And, you know, they're great at, you know, improvising. You know, what what can well, we once, do? Once that happened, the entire match was improv. Okay, which broke first in that? What well, broke first was the, the first. The top rope. The top rope when Hero yeah. went off the ropes and it snapped. And then Keith Lee doing a second one when he was on the second. We're like, no, don't jump, don't get on. <laughs> the don't whole jump crowd on telling him, like, don't no, get on. No, there. so you can hear that if you watch if you watch it um, on Flow Slam or when the DVD comes out, mm-hmm. you watch it. You can hear everyone like, no, don't do it, don't do it. Guess what happens? Snaps. Yeah, We're like told you, fuck. Now I've been I've been at a wrestling show before where the rope snapped. I have never until Evolve seventy six. Been in an event where the rope snaps three times. I mean, I've never before seen something like that. Okay, so the first match, the second rope snaps, right? The yes. very yeah, the very first second. match. Um, yeah, the very first match, the middle rope snaps. They replace it or tie it back together, whatever it is that they did. Supposedly, it fixed because yeah. they went. You know what was it? One, two, three, four, five, six matches seven matches until the main event or the seventh match was the main event we were so everything seemed to be okay you should i mean if you watch it again you see the ropes you see the like because it's like in my head i was iffy when they're bouncing off those ropes like dude there's a lot Mm -hmm. of leeway in that i think it may because they're they're two big guys you know what i mean yeah and and i think something's gonna happen and i didn't want anything to happen but something did you know Mm mm-hmm Scary, but they finished it, and I swear, man, that that one when it broke with with Chris Hero, man, he looked like it, you know. Yeah. Kind of well, because it caught him off guard, yeah. yeah. And he was pissed, and which he should be pissed, you know. You want all that shit to go right, you yeah. know. It's like, dude, this is my one of my farewell matches. 
and the rope snaps. And everyone's like, like five fuck minutes those ropes. In. Fuck those ropes. He's a total fucking pro, though, because he... <coughs> Sorry. He's like led Keith Lee. Look, I don't, I'm not underselling Keith Lee as like a talent, or and he's got a huge upside, and he's going to be like a big deal, but like Hero led him through, and they had a very entertaining match out of a disastrous situation. Yeah. Uh, there are any number of people who could have got completely fucking rattled, who could have got really mad and just sort of was like, fuck this, I'm done, or whatever. Yeah. And Hero just sort of like, come on, dude, we're just going to have a, a fucking as entertaining of a match as possible. They ended up having, a, 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 I would say, a really good match for a match with like two missing ropes. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Like, he's sort of like, all right, we're just going to fucking brawl. Let's brawl it out. And like, mm-hmm. he talked, he, not only did he direct Keith Lee, but he directed the ref on how they're going to do the match because he was like, all right, he's like, he's like, fuck this dude. We're just going to have uh, no DQ because, you know, the ropes are fucked. We're going to brawl outside. <laughs> and then once he got the upper hand, he's like, no, no, no I fucking count him. So he like, he, he directly like improv the ref <laughs> onto how to, how to take control of the match again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was, it was sort of like masterful. He just like conducted the rest of the, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? But man, like, all right, guys, dude, yeah. that fish, he hit him with those elbows, like those knockout elbows. I don't know what you call them, but like four times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, dude, like in all the, they were just hitting each other back and forth. And I'm like, because <laughs> at the end, I was like, Keith Lee is going to fill that in the morning. He got <laughs> hit so many times. He's still standing. Shit. It was, but, uh, uh, it was, it was, it it was, was great certainly match. a slugfest. Yeah. And at the end, he put, Keith Lee over. He, mm-hmm. he talked about him. He goes, he has that killer instinct. Killer instinct. Or he needs it. to get that killer instinct. Um, one of the things that I noticed whenever Hero was making his entrance, I know we all got the like the forearm. Did y'all feel like the force in his forearm? Yeah. Like it's like hitting a wall or something. Yeah. I'm he, like, and he wasn't even like hitting that hard. I'm like, I do not want to feel him actually. Hit someone with a forearm with that. Yeah, I'm like, oh fuck. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I know that Evolve doesn't do this, but if they did fan reaction stuff like WWE does, yeah, and they pinned me, there's many times I'm like, oh, my mouth my was open. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, holy shit. It was uh, it was really nice. Um, anything else? I know we're gonna go talk about the main event in the second show. What about, is yeah. there anything else you want to talk about that we didn't cover from the second show? Hmm. Not really. Let Anything me, from you, Doug? Uh, no, I'll say that like um, they're trying some new guys out, like Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Like, who else was who? Who did he tag with? There's a lot. Like he knows some people that are connected to our local guys. They know him because he's a Texas guy. Like, oh, okay. He's a. Uh, I, I don't know if he's from the San Antonio area specifically, but he, I know he's a Texas guy. Who did he fight? I forgot. Well, he it was, was him the, and Kincaid. It was they were tagging against Catchpoint. That's, that's when they landed on us. That's yeah. when they landed on us. Okay, but he just got. He was just at WWE tryouts this past week. Guevara and uh, really? I want to say, oh, who else was it? Um, <sighs> was that the show? No, no, he's not at the show, but he's a Texas like independent guy. You know him, Mike. I just, okay, is he tall? Nah, he's um. Was it Danny Ramones? No, 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 but do you remember when we went to that show in Louisiana and he was, uh... Dale. No, 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 he, he, he pulls, like, the thing out of his... Like, his thing was, like, for a while he was, like, pulling the stuffing, like, he stuffed his tights and he would, like, pull it out and, like, throw it on people's faces. I thought that was Cherry Ramon. No, no, no. No, okay, no, he was at the show. I forgot, no, who's at that? 
Ricky Sparks. Oh, no. Oh, uh, Sparks. Yeah, 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 yeah. for he, Ricky. Him Ricky Gav- is Ricky. Uh, yeah, him and Guevara got tri- were at the Performance Center getting tryouts last week. Nice. Which is kind of cool. Very cool. Wish him luck on that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, main event. Oh, here's another thing uh, we forgot to say about the first show. Because <laughs> after he was talking uh, to Keith Lee, um, Zack Sabre Jr. came out. Mm-hmm. And pretty much told him, you better be ready for tomorrow. And kind of, you know, bad mouth him a little bit. And he goes, he's going to, I forgot the exact words, but he called him Cassius. Yeah. Well, basically he was saying, Chris Hero is welcome here anytime. But Cassius. You know, Cassius can take it on down the road to, to Well, he was saying Florida. like, he was sort of like saying the Hero is going to die here and then Cassius can piss off to her later or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And after he left and he was still talking, he goes, it's not... Cassius, it's Cassius. <laughs> but yeah, uh, main event. No. Yeah, that took us in the main event. Zack Saber Jr., Chris Hero. Oh my God! One of the good things, and it was really funny because uh, whenever uh, Hero came out before before the show, and he was signing autographs and taking pictures and all that, you know, I asked him. I was like, uh, you know, you feeling good? He was like, oh yeah, feeling great. I said. Uh, uh, how about the ropes? You you think the ropes are going to be okay? He was like, "Thank goodness we got a new ring." Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that that night, I know on Twitter, Gabe said, "Oh yeah, we're getting a we're getting a new ring. Have a new ring. Yeah, a new ring ready to go." Yeah, we don't want that shit to happen again. Yeah, someone could get legitly hurt. You know. Yeah. But man, oh, dude, Hero was just. Did you go? Did you go chat him up before he left? Who? Did you get any of his shit or anything? Oh, Hero. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, picked up three DVDs, three DVDs for twenty bucks, and I talked to him just a little bit, you know, high and you know, you know, congratulations. I wanted to be like, it sounded dumb in my head, but I was gonna, I wanted to be like, you know, I was gonna be like, hey, no, good luck, like not that, like it's like a customary thing to wish people good luck. It's like not that you fucking mm. need it, but you know, you've yeah. got all the talent in the world to fucking succeed, but you know, good luck. You know, it was so weird. But basically, we just talked about my shirt because. <laughs> I have like the the old like Wu Tang style Chris Hero shirt, and he's like, I heard him talking to you about something about he that. He said, he said, God damn, that shirt's seen some love because it's all faded because I washed uh. it like a hundred times. <laughs> he's like, man, that shit's that shirt's seen some fucking love, and I was like, yeah, dude, I I washed him wear this motherfucker like a hundred times. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, the new because I was getting a new shirt. He's like, the good. He's like, these these new sh- shirts are the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this, this screen printing is like, you know, primo. It's going to hold up. <laughs> I was like, no, no worries, no worries. Um, That's awesome. You know, there was only about three guys I, like, stopped and talked to. But, uh, no, I was still nervous. I don't know why. I was Fred still Yehi, nervous. before I forget, was the nicest dude ever. Oh, man, he Super was cool. Nice we guy. talked to him after the show, man. He, like, shook my hand and stuff, like, in, like, three times. And he just yeah. stayed there and just chatted, like, how you like the show? And, like... It's just like a regular dude just chilling, talking to yeah, us. Yeah, he like, came this up and so shook freaking cool. He came up and just shook my hand. I was like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" I'm like, "Oh, hi, I'm, t- I'm doing great. How are you?" I was like, "It's badass," because you know how people are like, "Hey, thanks for coming to the show and walk yeah. off." He just sat there. It was like, "No, dude, just talking." He and was stuff. Just standing like, next to us. I was chilling. like, "This is badass." Yeah, I'm gonna talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, let me get a picture real quick. Yeah, and I did. Oh. But I was still nervous, like, because I, uh, my wife likes Chuck Taylor, so I got Chuck Taylor to do a little video. Um, send it to her and stuff like that. So I mean, look, he, you, you guys are like same body type, same height, like tall, dark, like yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, he's her type. Like, if she has a type, it's fucking y'all. It's, you know? it's that, and it's so funny in the video because it was like, yeah, he looked at me weird. I like how you like it's been discussed. Like, you know that I was like, you know, you guys he knows are like and the he's same. Accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, pick me or Chuck. Hey, man, I. If you want him, that's good. He's a good guy. I like him too. You pick him. <laughs> um, 
was so funny because I had to tell him my wife's name. My wife's name is Daryl, and a lot of people look at me weird. Uh, so, so I was like at the actress, Daryl Hannah, and he's like, oh, okay, but he was laughing. And uh, the video, he's like, hey, Daryl, this is Chuck Taylor, or Dustin, whatever you want to call me. He's like, why are you not here and stuff? And he's made a video. and So I thought it was a little neat thing. Yeah, but I was still it was nervous. a nice thing to do. He yeah. didn't have to, and... It was really cool, but I mean, just to see all those people, I don't, I don't know why, man. It's still like a laid back atmosphere, you know, with those guys, yeah. that, and I'm still like nervous. I totally copped one of those popping dogs keychains. Yeah, he did. Yeah, they're pretty rad. This is <laughs> awesome. But uh, yeah, no main event. Uh, man, Hero's just welling on Zach, man. <laughs> Poor Zach. He, he got so he, his hits. eye got swollen. Well, uh, Hero's really good at the fucking like bullying smaller guys, and Zach is a really small guy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> He's, I mean, comparatively speaking, he's a really small guy. He, he the, is a thin guy regardless, but, you know. Beat the fuck out and throw him out of the ring. He's like, you stay out of the ring or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he, I mean, seriously, though, like, Hero, like, probably excels best at, like, the bully shit. Yeah. And Zach was game for taking a beating and, like, being an underdog. And, uh, you know, it was fucking right. Man, I, the whole time, like, after he's beating the hell out of him, I just kept on looking at, like, Zach's facial expression and stuff yeah. like that. I can't explain it. Eyes here, rolling but, in the back of his head and all that. And it's like, it looks like, oh, this fucking hurts, but I'm going to keep <laughs> on getting up. I'm gonna, and, you know, he kept on going, too. Mm-hmm. And Zach got me in. It was like the one of the last few moments of the match, whenever he did that elbow, dude, Zach went flying, mm-hmm. like, over. And I'm like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> He's beating up on a little kid. He killed the poor kid. Uh, one awesome thing I will say that I don't – Oh, I guess it. I guess it, I almost said like I don't know if it was on, but of course it was. It was like in the match, so I know if you if you watched it on Flow Slam, you saw it. But for those who didn't see, like I don't know how many people are familiar with like Heroes like entrance music, but like the chorus of it's like "Who's your hero?" It's Chris Hero, and there like once the the match was getting started, there was like one guy. He started. He started to cheer for Zack Saber Jr. and he was like, "Hold up, hold up!" Yeah, he got out of the he ring. Got out of the ring. He walks up to the guy. And he looks at the guy like, "Really, motherfucker? Like, you know this is my sit off, right?" And the guy was like, "You know, I like you guys both. I'm just seeing." He's like, and then he goes, "Hang on a second. And then Chris Hero goes, "Who's your hero?" And then like it's everybody in the fucking building goes, "It's Chris Hero." It was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was Dude, just like, "What the fuck are you talking about, kid?" <laughs> <laughs> awesome man aw- awesome then later he was he was the one guy who boo <laughs> uh, another nice thing though uh, I don't know if in the second show but there's just you have your crowds and stuff there's this one guy in the crowd who's just doing stupid ass shit uh, but what was hilarious is in different matches the wrestlers put him in his fucking place like mm-hmm. I think Chris Hero told him something or maybe I know Chuck flipped him off I know Chris told him no one fucking likes you and and someone else <laughs> and stuff like that and everyone started cheering because this guy was just doing like sh- fat I, shaming stuff yeah he but was just I saying can, stupid ass shit yeah but he, he was like the one guy the in the one, whole building yeah. and so I can handle that you know yeah and that was the first night, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. So it we didn't a, have to deal with him the second night. Second, it was, night. second was, night was a great crowd. I don't crowd. know what that guy was. I, overall, was a, I thought it was an awesome crowd. I could, yeah. be, like, that one guy who randomly said a couple of, like, ridiculous you things. You could deal with that. Yeah. I could deal with that every fucking night. Yeah. Um. But the second show in main event, Zach won. Yeah. And because he, made, yeah, he made, he made Hero tap out. Well, um, like, storyline wise, Hero's beat him, like, yeah. several times at this point. So then after that, they stayed in the ring for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, Hero's going to talk, you know, 
this is his last time being in a ring. He gave a good speech. Uh, Daniel has part of the speech on the Facebook page. If you, yeah, I did a Facebook Live thing, and for whatever reason, whenever the whenever this camera is front facing, not like the selfie, whatever, that lowers the volume. Yeah, you can't hear anything. So, if representatives of representatives of Facebook are listening, <laughs> fix that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a great, it was a great moment. One of the things that I really noticed, like I really, I was really able to appreciate is the power of Chris Hero, like the strength he has, like he's beating up the guy in the corner and he's just standing there and out of nowhere, he just, he just kicks him yeah. and like the kick has so much force behind it. I'm like, he didn't, he didn't wind up. He didn't take a step back. He didn't get a running start. He's just in a prone standing position and boom, the guy's he's like in the corner. Kick you, yeah. Yeah. Like, He's got his shit down, man. They've all put the whole speech on like their YouTube. Ad for oh, did they? It's like twenty eight minutes. Or so yeah, I mean there was I only a lot did, like, of stuff. Five minutes on yeah. Facebook Live. Well, there was a lot of stuff so that go, that went on. I mean the fans. YouTube, not their Facebook. I'm sorry. That's yeah. a, whatever I said. I meant YouTube. The fans kept on chanting for a while, and yeah. you know he wanted to talk, so he was talking for a while. They didn't get to Zach yet, and that's when ACH came out. <laughs> they were trying to further the storyline. Christopher. Yeah. Uh, Albert, oh, Albert, yeah, Albert, and uh, you know he was saying, you know he, you know he was giving thanks to Chris Hero and stuff like that. So he then mm-hmm. he turned his attention to Zack Saber Jr. because um, Zach wanted to fight, you know Timothy Thatcher for the title too. Then that's when Stokely came out, and uh, I I fucking love how Stokely was out there and he's like ACH and um, Zack Saber Jr. both want title shots. Obviously, Zack Saber Jr. has well, they both had big wins to the weekend. They sort of built them up as both challengers. And, like, Stokely's like, nah, he ain't having none of this shit. He's, like, talking to the belt, like, acting like the yeah. belt's talking back to him. He's like, nah, Big Mama doesn't want none of you guys. And then, <laughs> and then I like how Thatcher just walks out and he's just like, he points. <laughs> like, Stokely does, like, five minutes of fucking talking. Thatcher just points to Zack Sabre Jr. And it's like, all right, that's the guy he's going to face. And then Zack Sabre Jr. is like, don't worry, whatever I beat this waker, you can have, like, the first fucking shot or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty cool. And he left, and they got back in the speech some more. Then Zach talked, you know, and just... I mean, I can't do it justice. Go onto the YouTube page and watch it. It was yeah. very heartfelt. Because you can see him even before the match. He looked emotional. He was, like his he was emotional. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, when he did his entrance and he you know, did the, the arm through the ropes and all that, you could tell, just, just looking at Hero's eyes, he was soaking that moment in. He was like, this is the last time I'm going to be doing that before I go go to the big leagues. So it was uh, it was definitely an emotional moment. It's an emotional evening, uh, one that I'm you know anticipating the Blu-ray release because I'm going to be picking that up. I think uh, sure. we're like ten behind on the DVDs, or like I think. Hmm. But I mean, I can't wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them up too, man. Yeah. Just like the shows I've ever been to, and I still have the ones that when WrestleMania weekend, uh, 25 when we went to ROH, I still have those. I didn't pick yeah. anyone. I didn't pick that Evolve show. Was it Evolve or is it ROH? No, it was ROH. So it was that DVD you have. The, art, ROH. the Ring of Art. I uh, Ring of Honor Ring card. Of art. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. I didn't pick that one up, though. Yeah. I'm waiting for the other ones. It was good. Um, and that took us into NXT TakeOver. We immediately hopped in the vehicle, uh, changed hotels yeah. in the process, dropped off our stuff, ran back over to NXT TakeOver, got in line for that. Had a uh, had a really good time. Well, you know, it was it was a nice little venue for. Um, oh, yeah. I thought it was going to actually be bigger than it was, and it, I thought it was perfect for. It. We had good seats. We had. Um, I thought we had great seats. And I 
I felt like um, I did so much fucking yelling like up to that point that oh, like yeah. I felt like I couldn't say anything for NXT. I just sort of quiet. I just sort of sat there and like watched yeah. the show because I couldn't. I could feel like my <laughs> voice was like, uh-uh, don't even try it. Like you're you ain't getting nothing out of me. So I just sort of like soaked it in. But I I wish I was like. I probably should have stopped and got like a Red Bull or something, but like I, I felt like my I was a little bit tired. We were drained. Yeah, and like my voice was just like not gonna have it. So it, I just, we just sort of sat there and like soaked it in. Like it was like a weird. Yeah. Like we were like abnormally quiet. You know? <laughs> yeah. We were quiet, but that was awesome. You know, for me that was fine. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Whenever just, because whenever we drove up there, that's when I started to feel sick. Yeah. So I knew I was like, motherfucker, oh, really? don't let this be happening right now. Like Your I was zero. Then you brought it in. You brought no. it into no, no, no. Patience, <laughs> I don't. Anyways, um, so I was I was wiped after Evolve seventy six. Evolve seventy seven. I tried to use it sparingly. Use my voice. The whole show wiped you out. The first show wiped. No, you I out. was done. Um, and then seventy seven. Like I said, I tried to be sparing in my like in my of, chanting like, and yelling. Yeah, that, that the second show is, I just totally wiped me out and. I could feel it in my voice too. So I, I, I mean, I did shout a little bit on certain things, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to be quiet. Uh, NXT Takeover, I absolutely love. You our missed seats. the first thing. I don't know if it was going to actually be part of the NXT one of the tape shows or it's just a dark match. It Wolfgang was the, came out. That was that was actually a dark match because dark. the uh, the three matches that happened after that it was a squash match. They showed that on uh, on NXT the yeah. following. Tyler uh, Bate came out. He he uh, first uh, Oni. Yeah. And that was actually a good match. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, what was the other matches that were on that show? Amber Moon. Amber Moon, yeah, versus... I don't remember who she oh, was. I'm, I'm pitching her, but I can't remember her name. Um, she, she was up on SmackDown just a few weeks. Aaliyah, Aaliyah, Aaliyah. Yeah, it's Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Right? And then, sure. uh, I'm sorry. I, I blanked. And then No Way Jose. Hey, man. I'm not the biggest <laughs> No Way Jose. The crowd is way into No Way Jose. You can't take it away from him. Yeah. I'm not him. big into him, like, wrestler-wise, but, man, I love that theme. I got into it. I clapped. I, did mm-hmm. that stuff. I mean, he's not a great worker, but he's over. I mean, yeah, the crowd yeah. likes him. And he's like Enzo. He's like the gimmick. People like the gimmick. He's not a great worker. Who did he fault? Is No what? Way versus? Oh. oh, Drifter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, you want to talk about heat. Go let's, away, let's heat. Let's go away, heat. I don't think he's that bad. I mean, I kind of like him a little bit. I don't know why. I can't tell you, but I kind of like him. It's because he's a drifter. He <laughs> just goes where he wants, you know? Yeah. He just you found, know it's bad when, found like, his way to San okay. Antonio. You know it's bad when you have a hill, and when your commentary team, the hill commentator, is talking smack on a hill. Yeah. You know it's bad when, when Corey, well, Corey Graves is not there anymore, but Corey Graves was talking stuff on the drift, and I was like, that seems weird. <laughs> Um, I will say that I pro- I have not given it a rewatch yet, but I probably owe the show a rewatch. I probably owe yeah. the Rumble a rewatch yeah, too. Me too. Me as but, well. But um, I thought you know just just from why well, oh, I don't want to skip. I I'm gonna skip the. We can skip. We can do whatever. You well, want. was it Roderick and um Cena almost next? Okay, then I'm not skipping. No, it's not the. I thought that match next. was real fucking hype from where I was sitting from my energy I level. I don't think that was the first. Was that the first match? No, no, no. Of. NXT uh, takeover? No, I can't remember what was next. It's all right. I don't know if the tag came first or that came first or what. Or yeah. what was it? Oh, you know it was it. You know it was. I can't remember if it was um, Eric Maybe Young was. and. Uh, yeah, it was Sanity oh, and Tyler. That was uh, it. Ty yeah. Dellinger. Yeah. Okay. Was Dillinger. that the first match? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eh. Dillinger was super fucking. Over. Yeah, he was the whole weekend everywhere. 
But <laughs> I, I really wasn't into that match too much, to be honest. Yeah, with you. I, I got to tell you guys, I could do without like watching SmackDown and getting ten counts on every fucking. You know, oh my gosh, I, that gets on my nerves now. I mean, look, I would, I, I think it's cool that they do it for him. Yeah, but, but not like, every match. Yeah, every match is like, hey, come on, guys, make I, it special. I kind of want to know well, what the actual fucking count is, guys. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going a little bit into the Rumble, just a little bit. But okay, with with NXT, everyone did ten, but with the Rumble, there were certain people that were doing ten when they're doing counts, but that didn't even make it probably to. To like you know you hear it on television because the other people who were counting one two yeah. that overshadowed the tens yeah so you can tell who watches NXT and who doesn't on that yeah. on that particular one but yeah Eric Young defeated Ty Dillinger um, then it was Roderick Strong versus uh, Almas yeah I thought that match was really good I owed a rewatch but just from that Watching night in the moment I thought it was excellent yeah and we were fortunate where we were sitting for NXT. Because the crowd surrounding us, at least on my end, was fairly tame. Yeah, yeah, like they cheered when they needed to, they booed when they needed to. The girl next to me, I thought she was cool. She was like a little teenager, like 12, 13, something like that. And she had an Oscar mask and she put it on when Oscar made her entrance. I'm like, that's that's hey, cool. That's, that's awesome. Why, you know, there was something. Who else was it that I was like, oh, I know Bailey's over, but also. Just like walking around the arena and seeing the amount of like Bailey t-shirts and like little girls in Bailey, I think it's fucking cool that yeah. there are like little girls who have like someone who are like, that's my fucking, that's my person right there. I was thinking that on Raw. Yeah. Whenever Bailey had her match against Nia Jax uh-huh. and uh, and Bailey was on the outside and there was that little girl standing right next to the barricade, you know, front row or whatever, and she's sitting there, come on, Bailey, come on. Yeah. Man. That's fucking cool. That's right? a, that's awesome. Yeah. Like because like. Uh, <sighs> Wrestling is historically so like male dominated and, yeah. and oriented. Because when we when I when I was that age when I was little, we had Sable. I mean, that's not necessarily a, a good female role model. That's more of a sex icon, a sex symbol. Sure. I mean, look, I don't want to. I'm not. I don't I, like posing nude or doing sex work. Does not bother me. I don't think it's like a bad thing. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying saying, to knock that. But yeah, what I'm yeah, saying is like. like Bailey can be more of a role model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I don't even think that you can't be a role model just because you pose nude. I just think that, like, uh, she wasn't necessarily there to be, like, someone's, like, favorite wrestler. Right. You know what I mean? She was there. She was utilized in a different way. Yeah. And I think it's cool that there were, like, just because it's so, like, male-heavy that it was cool to see, like, teenage girls and little girls being, like, Fuck, fuck yeah! I mean, okay, mm-hmm. like I, I curse a lot. <laughs> I, I can't help it. It's not obviously these 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 girls and these women weren't saying fuck, but I mean, like they were into her. Like that was their person. Like that was their yeah. favorite. Like that's they who had, they came. They to had see. the gear and they were hyped for her. And like that's fucking cool, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it is. It's awesome. Yeah, and I'm so happy. Even Oscar, like the like yeah. said, the teenage girl who's like Oscar, she put the she was very like stoic and reserved. But when Oscar came out, she put that fucking mask yeah. on and was like, that's cool. Cranked right? it up. Also to jump forward to the like. To the Rumble itself, there were like two, maybe preteen girls who were so earnestly cheering for like John Cena in, in, our, in our section who was filled with shitty people. <laughs> but these those girls were just like they were just like blocked it. They were fucking saints. They blocked all the bullshit out. And they were just like yeah. earnestly cheering for who they wanted to win. It was fucking cool. Yeah, it's just cool to see like young people like very earnestly into who they're into mm-hmm. and like. Not trying to posture for like what they think is fucking cool and shit. They're just like, <laughs> this is who I'm into, you know? Yeah. That's so cool. I yeah. Know. It is. And I'm so glad that 
you know. I think li- like with those. wrestling shows, little kids are the best. Yeah. To go with, and we've had this talk because many they have times. that genuine emotion. They're yep. not trying to get themselves over or anything like that. They're just they're there to enjoy the show and watch their heroes do their God thing. God bless them. I wish we could all be that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Authors of Pain going up against uh, DIY. Hell, they're fucking known. Can't take nothing away from yeah. it. I, I, look, I owe the show a rewatch, but from where I was sitting, AOP held up their fucking end of the bargain. And I saw a lot of comments just saying that this has been this that was the best Authors of Pain match to date. Uh, now, whether it was DIY helping them, carrying them along, but like you said, they held their own, and it was a uh, it was a solid performance. Those dudes are real green, though. I mean, like. I feel like it was it was believable. I think we may have had this talk, uh, but it was like because I didn't see how DIY could walk out with them yeah. with those monsters. I like that they had their hope spots. They uh, you know they had the dual submission going, and neither of the guys tapping out. And then they went for the uh, for the finisher where they went to attack them both, and the authors of pain caught them and slammed them and. Powerbombed them and the hit backs, then yeah, slam them, clink them, clink. So, uh, yeah, authors of pain, the new NXT tag team champions is really cool. What, what I thought was really neat, and this is one of the things you don't see that often because unless you're there and unless you're paying attention, you don't really know what all's going on. But we were right behind the control team who was controlling, you know, the camera angles, which and all were. That. This is a total sidetrack, but we're fucking excellent for a leg room because we can hang our feet. Yes, on that. hell yeah, yeah, that was great. Yes. I was so happy we had that because I looked up. I, I stood up at one point. And I looked behind us. The guy who was standing or who was sitting knees next in their to me, fucking chest. Yeah, he, yeah, he had no room at all. I was like, dude. Look, I'm a rickety old man with like shitty knees. Yeah, I like. I appreciate some leg space. <laughs> that was and another one of the reasons like, where I'm perfect. like, these seats are awesome. <laughs> I can just stretch my legs out. Not only can I stretch them, they didn't even hang off. They had like some crates like so where you could just <laughs> stretch them like flat out. And yes. it was like, this is perfect. Yes. Maybe not Tyler. Oh, no, that was the second night you had the shitty like legs. Uh, yeah. Because we were in the aisle the second night. Oh, we could yeah. also stretch our legs out. Poor yeah. Tyler. First show was good. Second show, I mean, it worked. I, I had got to call middle like I did. Leg. Yeah, he did every show. He called middle. I don't want to sit next to a fucking asshole. I'm gonna want to slap. <laughs> I want you guys on both sides as like a buffer. Yeah, but uh, going back to what I was saying is uh, one of the things you don't notice is what they do with the titles mm-hmm. during the match. Mm-hmm. They actually brought the titles from the timekeepers area to that production area. I didn't see that. Really? Oh yeah. And and I was trying I was trying my best to get a picture, but it was so dark that you know I, I couldn't really get a good did one. Did they grab them and bring them back out? They did. Huh? That's yeah. Stand up and just like put the flash on. Well, I mean, like I would have had to lean over over I'm, you I'm guys. I was joking, but, but yeah. Uh, well, I did take one with a flash, and it didn't turn out that well. But um, but yeah, uh, I did not notice that. I'd never noticed that before. Uh, and I guess just for these particular also, events, they will. One thing them. I did not know how they did this, and this is probably me being stupid and never questioning it. But whenever they have a guest, they bring them into yeah. one spot. They sit there for a while, just for a little camera angle or whatever, just for a little bit, and then they leave after that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. It's, well, it's I all knew about that, perception. but I didn't realize they did the same spot for all the <laughs> Yeah, they guests. did. It yeah. might have just been that time they did the well, same spot. Well, they did Joe and and uh, Tyler, Tyler Bate. Bate. Those were they were in one spot, but uh, who was the other one? I didn't see. There's only two. One of the, one of the free birds. Oh, Michael Hayes. Michael Hayes. Yeah, Uh-oh. they had him go. Oh yeah, I saw them like oh, yeah, parade yeah. him around. Yeah, the, uh, he he had he had the corner, the opposite corner. 
So um, there's no they couldn't sit out there like unharassed the whole. Joe time. sat there yeah. for a little bit. He sat there for, he sat for two, one segment. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, one or match? two matches. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it was it was pretty cool. I mean that you know, I'm pulling up the podcast page. So that was the best picture that I could get of the title when it was like you know ten feet away from us. Nice. So I was like, oh man, if I were fast. <laughs> And just grab that thing and run off. They wouldn't you know what never to do. Made it out of their I head. wouldn't. I, there's no way. But uh, man, to hold a WWE championship, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think I know we said this before, but uh, a while back, but we went to a TNA event a long time ago when <laughs> Dixie was walking around with the main sacrifice belt. Sacrifice 2008. Yeah. Okay, I think I think it's sacrifice. Uh, no, no, I think no, no. It's turning point. No. Don't quote me. I don't yeah, know. I don't remember which one. But was. Um, she was walking around, and everyone held held the belt. So I was a TNA cha- World Heavyweight Champion for a few seconds, for a moment. I mean, those fuckers they're are heavier. Than yeah, they're heavy. You know, they just get flung around. Those fuckers are heavy. God. So yeah, the authors of Pain won, and then uh, NXT Takeover was taken over by Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a nice, unexpected yeah. surprise. Out of nowhere, and you hear him, ah, I'm taking over this bitch. <laughs> uh, calling Triple H out, so we got to see Triple H. One thing briefly. I did not notice, because I couldn't see. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I saw like the security guards come out. I didn't see Triple H come out. Yep. You took the picture. Right? Yeah, I did. But I, I didn't see it from where I was, so it didn't make sense to me. And then when I saw the recap of it on raw or whatever mm-hmm. they were like oh triple h came out oh, i didn't see that shit <laughs> yep he came out and uh sent security on on their way so you don't go to the plate where uh plate you don't go to the place where he creates man he's a creator right. he's a creator that's all then he's gonna destroy that that ass that ass that's right uh then we got to see the fatal four-way oscar billy k nikki cross peyton royce they did a good job of um uh Billy Kay and uh, Peyton Royce doing the you know the tagging up and yeah beating up and stuff, but it was all right match. Yeah, I thought the match was okay at best. Like it, you know they they did some some nice spots, but nothing really made me go whoa this match. Excellent. Yeah. Um. So Oscar ended up getting getting the win. Um. Doug, any thoughts on the fatal four way between the ladies? Um, I thought it was fine. I I thought that uh, they were going to use it as an excuse to take the belt off of uh, Oscar without yeah. having to beat her, but they didn't. And uh, that would be the only belt well. that didn't sw- uh, switch uh, hands. That <laughs> yeah, it was Victory Road, two thousand eight. Victory Road. <laughs> I still can't find my shirt. I had that shirt and it I disappeared. Have it. I have it somewhere. God, yeah. I could I couldn't wear it. It's a fucking. It's when I could wear a medium because I'm in a fucking XL right now. I was like, no way I can wear that for shirt. <laughs> Victory Road. It was a good time. Yeah. And that took us into the championship match. Me and Doug were the TN- at one point in time, we were the TNA World Heavyweight Champions. Nice. Yeah. Also, uh, we chatted Dixie Carter for a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby Roode going up against Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Slow start. Slow yeah. start. Yeah. They picked it up in the home stretch. I was, okay, there was just a lot of stuff. Oh, before all that, entrances. Totally digging it. I yeah. liked it. Awesome. But, you know, with all the stuff How going on. How tall were those women that were Bobby Roode? They're pretty tall. That or Bobby Roode's really short. I think they're just really tall women. I was like, these are the tallest women. This is <laughs> the tallest women I've ever seen in my life. And there's like 10 of them. Yeah. Um, dude, Bobby Roode's six feet, and they were about that high. Well, that, I think that's tall, tall for a woman, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're all they were probably all models as well. They're wearing like hills. heels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I was digging their entrances. Six I really feet, was. Probably. Both of them. Five ten, five eleven. You know, my expectation for this match was like, ugh, it was slow to start, but like it, it actually was better than I thought it was. But I was thrown off with a lot of stuff because I don't know. Unless you know some more information with the stuff with Shinsuke being hurt and it's a work. Thrown. He's fine. It's a work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hook, I was, line, I was and sinker because it got us because I, um, I didn't go back and watch it, but there were some people that said there was just focus on Bobby Roode. We can see them, you know, you know, tending to his knee for a while mm-hmm. after Bobby walks away. Yeah. So I'm like, I've oh, seen shit. work injuries. This was like in-depthly a worked injury. Yeah. It took like five minutes to like stretch his leg out completely and. Like Albert came out and like and and maybe they put maybe on the show they're like oh they played it up and like there's Albert showing like, replay after yeah, replay yeah, but, or something oh this might have been the moment from where from where I was sitting and from to me it looked, I thought he was legitimately hurt yeah right, apparently he's not I, I'm gonna be honest I couldn't believe that they put it on uh, Bobby Roode yeah it was, was like, quite what? a shock I'm not shocked I just uh, I don't think it's the best move but I think I was just in because I didn't know what the, I kind of felt lost at the end. I was like, he's hurt, and Bob Roode just took the title off him. What's going on? What? 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 <laughs> he was sort of stale as the top guy. I get I get them shaking it up. I just don't. I'm not a big Roode fan. So. They'll just eventually do a three-way, I guess. It'll be Bobby Roode, Cassius Ono, and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, look, he's over, so I, it, my personal taste aside, they put it on a guy who's really over. So. Yeah. And, you know, there's always the rumor going on that uh, Shinsuke is going to stay off of NXT until, like, the night after WrestleMania, and that'll be, like, his big debut. That's a rumor? That uh, That's one of the rumors that I've heard. No, okay. Because, because they said that on WWE, you know, their Facebook page, they did post that uh, surgery would not be needed, but he, he is hurt. I kind of figured it was, it was work because there was nothing on the internet like oh, saying that he's hurt. Yeah, there's actually no well, I'm information talking about, at all. I'm talking about us in the in the venue, like as it's happening. I was convinced that it was. Yeah, yeah. So all in all, we had a really good time at NXT Takeover. Oh yeah. The worst part was getting out, which I should have li- listened to Doug yeah. as far as where to park. Um. So I mean, a good rule of thumb is just to listen to me in general. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did what you text me and said it looked like it was gonna be uh Ono and uh Rude. How would you they get shot from? something of the tapings where he came out and confronted Rude. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Because right before the takeover. Oh, is that tonight? What airs tonight? I believe I don't, so. I think Rude's celebrate. Yeah, I think it might air tonight. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that Interrupt shit. the celebration. Um, I'm one, pretty sure they've never faced each other. One other thing about uh, NXT or NXT related, it didn't happen until the next day when we were walking around San Antonio. We got to meet... One of the members of the revival. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a little tricky way because I mean I, I wasn't saying anything, but okay, I think we were probably like one of the first people there with wrestling shirts. Yeah, well, the 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 restaurant that we went to it opened at eleven, and we walked in at like ten after eleven, so it, it had just See, okay. Opened you up. have regular tourists, you have people there for WrestleMania, but you also have people WrestleMania? there. Uh, WrestleMania, sorry, <laughs> Royal Rumble. Then you yeah. have people there for uh, Pack South. Yeah. So San Antonio I mean, was packed. Yeah, had a lot of people um, there. So we we saw them, saw them, and I know y'all two were talking 
because I guess you mean you want to get a picture, but you're trying to figure out a way to not draw attention. Well, yeah, to it. Because I mean, the guy walks in. There was family, you know. He poked his head in and kind of scoped out the scene, making sure eh, is this going to be an okay place. Then they immediately walked to the back, to the like back secluded area. They're like, no one's going to see us if they walk by. They'd have to come in to see us and and all of that. So, I mean, I get it. You know, you're out with your family. You probably don't want to be bothered. Probably gets old. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, it, you know, it's He's one of those like, things. Relatively speaking, he gets away with a lot more shit than most people. I mean, yeah, relatively, like relatively speaking, fame wise, he probably doesn't have to experience this often except for like on a weekend like this where he's like, now yeah. it's like I have to I have to you know watch everything. Yeah. I mean, if he had worn a baseball hat and worn sunglasses or something like that, probably wouldn't have noticed. Him. Right. But, you know, because, you know, there's your lesson. You need yeah. <laughs> yeah. incognito. Yeah. Come on, man. He could do. He would have just been another biker. So yeah. what is? So what was the plan? Because he was it. He was in line for a while. You know. Well, the line. Burgers. Yeah, the line started to get fairly long as we were eating. Doug said. Doug was watching him. You said well, that people I, were shaking. First his hands. of all, I was like, okay. We saw you said, "Hey," I said the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's Dash. There's Dash." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." Uh, that to be fair, bad. I didn't correct you. You didn't correct me. At <laughs> I first. didn't correct that you. It would have been awful <laughs> if you had said that to him. Oh man, there's Dash. Hey, Dash, what's up? Dash, what? <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, when you, I looked back and I was like, he's obviously scoping the place out to see if he can eat here like peacefully yeah. or whatever. And so we debate, and we're like, we're the only people in here that we see. Uh, right away with re- like Daniel has a wrestling shirt and he's facing him at the door. I'm wearing. But like I had a- my hoodie on. It was zipped up. When I saw him walk in, I zipped it up even higher so he wouldn't see the WWE logo. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, well, I had. I thought like I had a wrestling jacket on. He had a wrestling shirt. I was like, he's probably like, oh, <sighs> let me skate around these fucking assholes. Yeah. And uh, we sort of just debated at a wall because. You know, it got to a point where there's there's more people coming in well, with wrestling. No shirts. one asking for a picture. I saw people go up and shake his hand and like very briefly, and he was very courteous. But he was you could tell he was trying to like minimize like interaction. Yeah, and try what, not, what try does, not to be seen. What does Daniel that. do? Corner him. Well, <laughs> and ask I figured him. we we debated it. We were like, I was like, yeah, we should probably just go and not be assholes. Yeah, we were thinking about that, and it was also it was one of those opportunities where. You know, you don't want to bug him while he's in line because obviously he literally can't go anywhere. Like, I'm not going to get out of line to take a picture with you. Um, you also don't want to wait for him to get to the table because then you're interrupting his time with his family. So we were right next to the, uh, the, soda, the, the soda dispenser, which were, where there was one in the entire place. And there was like a corner area. Yeah, right there. It, there was a, just a little area where the soda dispenser was. That was it. I'm like, if he gets a soda... Which you know he's possibly likely to, unless he just wants water. That would be our only opportunity to ask him for a photo without being he, too intrusive. Yeah, it worked. So, and so yeah, it was one of he those things. He looked a little uh, cautious because he was looking around. And yeah, yeah. We were in our in our in our defense. We were very courteous and very respectful. Yes. Yeah, I tried my. It was kind of quiet how we did it. It was pretty much quiet. And that's, that's his wife was very gracious to take the photo and everything. Yeah, they were and very nice. I was I was I'm super paranoid about like this because I know like in the past we uh, like WrestleMania 25 weekend when we met a lot of people like we were like waiting for like 30 minutes for Nigel McGinnis to stop eating because we didn't want to bother him while he was eating to like meet him and stuff and we never did. And so I was like very cautious. I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, hey, look, 
I'm sorry they're bothering you. I hear out with your family. And shit. Yeah. Like, can we please? Yeah. And that was the thing. I walked up to him and I was like, you know, I obviously I grabbed my cup as a, you know, yeah. reason to go to the soda machine. So I got in line and I waited for him to turn around. I was like, oh, hey, Dawson, what's up, man? And shook his hand. And I was like, hey, just whenever you get a chance, you know, if not, don't worry about it. But uh, would it be possible for my friends and I to get a photo with you? He's like, yeah, you want to do it right now? I was like, oh, well, you know, if you if you don't mind, that would be great. But, you know, if you want us to wait or something like that, you know, that's totally cool. He's like, yeah, sure, let's go ahead and do it. So I uh, walked over, very nice, and uh, uh, introduced him to, the, to you guys. And uh, I'm, I guess I guess that's what his his wife. I, yeah. my, my assumption she, was his she wife. She kind of, like, you. jumped right in. She was they like, do you baby. want me to take the there picture? Was a baby with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or someone so, uh, had a baby in that group that was with Because I think there was, like, his wife and someone else that was with him. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I just wanted to be quiet so that no, no one else. No dash. Yeah, no dash. I just wanted I, I wanted to be quiet so that it didn't cause a scene. He was very wanted. He wanted to be quiet. Too. Yeah. He was very like, yeah, he was very polite, yeah. but very low key. Yeah. yeah. But uh, hey, I swear I started piling in. There was tons of people with wrestling yeah. shirts. Like, oh, Once that shit. started happening, and I'm like, this probably might not happen. But I saw him at the soda dispenser. I was like, well. Never hurts to at least ask. If it anything, he'd say no, and I'd be all right. Hey, no problem. I totally understand. Have a good day. Um, but he was very courteous, very nice. His wife was very friendly and took the picture. So uh, it was a really cool memory. Yeah. So uh, and we were like, "Thanks, Dash." We're out. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly, but. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we got a dash. <laughs> I can't believe I did. I just, I just said dash automatically. I'm like, there's dash. There's dash. And you said, yeah, there he is. <laughs> then I was like, wait a minute. Like, my, my back was to the door. I can't, I can't yeah. answer for you. Too. Yeah, you had, a, you had a valid reason. Um, so, yeah. So then we got to walk around uh, San Antonio, see some of the sites, and check out the Alamo. Alamo. Um, we got to go to the Riverwalk. Had a really good time there. Um, I really thought we were gonna do like like a a, a brief like talking about the weekend. And I didn't know we, were, we, were, we ended up going like segment by segment through the weekend. Yeah. We're an hour and fifteen. <laughs> I thought we were gonna do like we're uh, one our elimination chamber predictions. Just wait a little bit longer. We did like shit. We haven't got to wrestle. Uh, damn thought, it. We haven't started Raw or SmackDown. Last said WrestleMania. I thought we were gonna yeah. do like a thirty minute like all encompassing thing, and then we ended up going. I mean, because well, we had a really good time. Yeah, yeah, it was a good weekend. But it was a good experience. I mean, at this point, we gotta finish it out. We yeah. were we, we've gone well, this far. I think we kind of did want to go to Pack South, but the time it wasn't yeah. worth the money, and you know, it was just a lot, and I was starting to get worse. Xavier went to Pack South, yeah, and did some stuff for up, up, down, down, <clears throat> yeah, and uh, so we decided to go check out the Riverwalk, and that was a, that was a lot of fun. Beautiful city, San yeah. Antonio is great. Um, we were on, we were on the boat ride and we were catching Pokemon while we were listening to a tour guide. <laughs> hey man, that's the easiest way. Yeah. I don't have to walk and yeah. like I'm on a boat traveling and it's yep. walking, catching for me. eggs and catching Pokemon. I'm a loser and trying to learn about San Antonio. Yeah. I guess. Oh yeah, I like that. That's cool. Let me catch this Pokemon. <laughs> so then we uh we went we went back to the hotel after the river walk and we decided to try out Uber. So I downloaded hey, man, the app. Good and, experience. Yeah, it's a good experience. The uh, the situation was a little bad because of the because of how crowded the, the stadium was. But I would recommend it. Like if you're if you're in a town that you don't really know a whole lot of stuff, and uh, you, you know just, we're actually in the minority. Like most places have Uber. Like we're the 
I mean, we just happen to live in a place where we drive everywhere. Yeah. You know, lots of places don't need us to recommend Uber to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for those who have not tried Uber, that guy had a nice vehicle. <laughs> he had some good nunchucks. Yeah, nunchucks there. Plastic <laughs> nunchucks. Plastic purple nunchucks. Wouldn't uh, it be bad if you're like you were in like an Uber cabin, like one you like star. someone's vehicle and you just let one rip? That would be bad, right? <laughs> make it the worst experience. Daniel, I, we, we were sitting all, Daniel sitting in the front seat and me and Tyler were in the back. Daniel actually text group, te- group texted us to be like, look at those nunchucks. Of ours. <laughs> I, well, I wanted to make sure you guys uh, saw it so that whenever I got out of the vehicle, be like, dude, did you see those nunchucks? <laughs> no, dude, yeah, nunchucks. I wanted to make sure you guys saw it. That's awesome. They were sweet nunchucks. I, uh, I'm glad you did it. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was so packed. He had to drop us a little bit outside of the parking lot. Well, yeah, they had, they had closed off where the taxi service and yeah. Uber uh, service um, goes. I think Daniel's saw a Suburban with Stephanie McMahon in it. I no, want to say. It was an Escalade, not Suburban. Escalade. Yeah, it was an Escalade. No, Escalade, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it was rolling Escalade. I want to say it was her. It looked a lot like that her. That vehicle went in a place where not too many people can go it, through. Yeah, it so. went into the, it went in to that particular area because I was keeping an, I was keeping an eye on uh, where the fancy limos and all that were, were driving in and that vehicle went right, excuse me, went right into that uh, portion, the backstage area. So I want to say that was Stephanie McMahon. Can't say for certain because it was so it was so sudden. Uh, uh, this yeah. show's going to be like a two-hour show. Hey, that's fine. Hey, that's cool, though. That's I, I don't mind this. I like talking about our experiences and stuff like this. Yeah. And a lot of we people wanted to know time. Yeah. How, how we, our Hey, we're making was. up for it. You're going to get a mega episode. Mega. But no, man, we had a, we had a blast. This is where we hit a, hit a brick wall. Not literally with my fist or anything. No. But um, <laughs> Doug just went, stepped out to get a drink. And I guess yeah. we'll talk a little bit before we get into the main shit that yeah. pissed us all off. But yeah. Um, let's see. It's a big venue. It was a massive Alamo venue. Dome. It was nice. Um, it was never been nice. in there at all. Yeah. Um, some other things we could talk about. You met up with some other guys from uh, Wrestling News Source. Yeah. Well, that was in NXT. Okay. Yeah. Mike and, I was like, okay, I don't know who this is, but okay, I, I'm yeah. Tyler. Um, so I mean, apparently you knew him, knew him. And stuff well, like that. we had uh, Ben had informed me that he was going to be there as well, doing the Facebook lives for the for the main page. Yeah, and so he was like, oh, you guys should uh, should communicate with one another. <laughs> I was like, all I know is I'm looking to the side. I turn around, this guy's coming over here, and we're, you talk, you're talking to him like you know him. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And so he came up and hey, how's it going? Blah blah blah, and so. Uh, did a Facebook Live video. He ended up meeting Ryan at yeah. one point. So uh, I'm Remember glad our that... Buddy Ryan. Our buddy Ryan doesn't live down here anymore. He lives yeah. in Austin. Moved so he can't Austin. be a third... You know, when one of us is out, he can't be a third member of the podcast anymore. But hey, man, if he's, anytime he's down, yeah. he's, he'll always be a member of the podcast. Absolutely. So. so it was... Uh, you know, I'm glad that Ryan was able to come down. And he ended up getting upgraded to yeah, four he did. seats. He did. So that was pretty cool. But uh, now that Doug is Doug returned, is back, so we can talk about our lovely Royal Rumble crowd of where we were sitting. Uh, yeah, there were some some pretty bad people. Yeah, um, it, it just it's got to a point where okay, first start out, you know, some guy said he's hungry over and over and over. He wants beer. Beer didn't get, beer guy didn't come up there, so I want beer. He just wouldn't shut the hell up. Stuff like that. And then you get to the point where you see certain people chant certain shit. 
look, you know, down to other people and the other people like below us will look up and they're trying to chant shit. Oh, you like this? You know, pretty much like this. Like, Hey, I'm going to say this. What are you going to say? You know, stuff like that. It was super stupid and childish. (laughs) Um, especially the, um, cruiserweights. Oh my God. The guy that's sitting right next to me, I was being nice because earlier he was saying things um, and I was talking to him. But it got to a point where he was trying to talk to me and I just wouldn't even fucking look at him. Because it's just, <laughs> it's just stupid stuff. Um, They were, okay, The, the some of the worst of the group were like really bad before the show started. But once the show started, they sort of like mellowed out or at least blended in with the rest of the crowd and I was like ah it's not so bad and, and then yeah. it didn't get really bad again until I was hoping the, that they would get twice. worn out by the time right. the actual no, show no man it's, if anything bored them just a little bit they would start chanting shit it's like they could it, it couldn't um, retain their um, you know just their intention span you yeah. know I'm like what the hell man it was just this stupid ass shit uh it was a snoozer weights, not stuff, and just wouldn't shut the hell up. And they were booming, just saying stupid ass. I keep on saying the same thing, just over and over and over. And then they're very annoying. Yeah, and they're very obnoxious. And Doug gave him a what for? <laughs> Doug finally got to the point where he just couldn't contain it any longer. Yeah, I mean, look, here's my thing. I'm tired of like lecturing people on like how courtesy, like how crowds should react, whatever. Like, here's the thing. Cheer for who you want. Boo for who you want. Boo who you want. Whatever you have to say about the match or whatever, if it's at least about the fucking match, I mean, whatever. Uh, But, like, whenever I've got to hear you chant, like, we we want nachos. I want nachos. Where's my nachos? Yeah. Then I just want to like. Then I just want to like punch fucking holes in your head if you if you're gonna chant like, like it was so repetitive over and over and over. You pretty much told him to shut the fuck up and comedy hour or what'd you say? Open Amateur, mic night. Open Amateur mic open night mic is down the road. Well, I mean, I really feel like the, about this. I mean, like the amateur open mic night is down the road. Should I re- truly believe this about wrestling? This is what I'm saying. Cheer who you want, boo who you want. And even like I know the snoozer weights thing like bugged you. If if I hadn't had to endure the shit up until then, like that, I I think snoozer weights fine. I I think it's stupid. I roll my eyes at you. I think that's a shitty bad opinion to have. But if that's your opinion, you know, and I didn't have to endure your fucking nacho chance for twenty minutes up until now, then fine. But I mean, like. 45 seconds into the match and they don't have your attention yet. I think that's, you know, a, a poor a time. Much. It's a poor time to, to if you can't wait 45 seconds for shit to get popping. I, maybe that match was boring. I haven't watched it back. Maybe it was. But I that guy has so little, like, good good faith with yeah. me because of all the stupid shit they said. He didn't wait to find out if it was going to be boring. That match, yeah, he, might, he that match may have fucking sucked. I don't know because I was so rattled by this dude. That match could have sucked. He could have inadvertently been right. It could have inadvertently been boring. I don't fucking know, but I know that he didn't wait 45 seconds to for him to fucking start saying how it was. And after I had to listen to his fucking nacho chants, you know, then, you know, yeah, then I want to slap the fucking taste out of your mouth. It's like wrestling, uh, cheer you want, boo you want. If you have something to say about the match, then fucking chant it, whatever. I might roll my eyes and think your chant is stupid, but I think you have the right to do that. Yeah. But, you know, 
don't go to the fucking wrestling shows because you need attention. Don't go to the fucking wrestling shows because you think you're funny and you want to see like, like if you've got like a quip, if every, if you're like, uh, what about, uh, now I'm going to chant, uh, blue, pink. I'm just saying shit I see in the room now. Uh, blue, mm. pink, yellow. Does anyone think that's funny? Oh no, no one thinks that's funny. So, uh, uh, what about, <laughs> uh, green, Green, white, blue. Does people think that's funny? Like, are people with the, me now? The like, sets are th- this. It's not your fucking time to express yourself at the fucking wrestling show. You know, if it's about what's going on, fine. But if you're just, like, there to try to get attention and see who thinks you're fucking cool, like, go fuck yourself. I'm sick and tired of being in crowds of people like that. I'm yeah. so fucking past it. Yeah. You know, the sad thing, the, Doug's <laughs> telling the truth. You know, people are like that because, I, you know, in my head, and I was like, I don't understand what's making these people tick because there was a few people that would chant shit over and over and over, trying to get other people to do it, but no one was catching on, no one was listening, but they kept on going. You're like, not funny, you're not, like, e- even if you were original and funny or clever, it would still probably be a little bit annoying, like, but but it's even amplified by the fact that you're not. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, fuck, like, this, look, audience participation is part of the show. It is not the show. I'm not there to hear whatever fucking chance you made up. I'm not here to fucking... Like, hear your bullshit if you think you thought of a really clever thing to get yourself over. That's not what it's about. It's not ever been about that. It's not ever going to be about that except for assholes who think it is. It's not fucking cool. It's not fucking funny. And except for the other people who are as stupid as you and need the attention as much as you do, everyone else wants to punch you in the fucking face. Because whenever I finally had enough and told the guy off, the people behind me were like, fucking thank you. Yeah. They just didn't want to say anything either. You know? yeah. And I'm tired of being in crowds where like, I'm forced to this because it's not the first fucking time we've been in this situation. Yeah. And you know what's really sad about that is I don't know if you, if you guys noticed, but at the during the pre-show, whenever everything was starting... Those people who were sitting behind you were originally laughing with the guy. They were they were like, yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, by the end of it, they were with you. They're like, dude, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. It is not like open mic night. It's not like how funny can you be? It's like if you got something to say about the fucking match, you want to get into the match. There were like teenage girls sitting like a couple of row like rows over who were like fucking saints because they were able to cheer all this like turn all this shit out and they were just like earnestly in their own little bubble cheering for their people and I was like god bless those fucking girls I wish I could be over there and even like the people like the people in our section were so like this the dude who was sitting in front of us he was like during the look and I get turned around so many times to look for crowd appreciation well like yeah Yeah. like do you really acknowledge you need the approval of these fucking strangers sitting in the building with you go fuck yourself but like that guy was like like during and I get that the crowd is sort of what's awesome about the AJ Cena stuff is that the crowd split and I get it like people are gonna chant for AJ but this guy was like looking at those fucking girls who were just like like he was like, I'm gonna show these fucking girls like yeah that'll teach them it was just so lame like get out of your fucking you know at the end of the night, uh, Daniel says he thinks he's done with WWE, um, like going to events. And here's the thing: I'm just done for a while because yeah, well, people I, like that it, I, it drives the fun out. I get you, but this is one thing we talked about. You know, having seats like that, yeah, you're gonna get people who can't afford the more expensive tickets because yeah. people who have the more expensive tickets are not gonna chant well, shit like that. I don't think. Uh, look, I don't want to. I don't want it to make it. I don't want to. I don't want to make it like a affordability thing. Like I think that's. I, I. There oh. are. People, I think there's people who spend the money and be like, yeah, I paid this much money too. Still I deserve to no. say things. 
I mean, listen, I don't want to. I think it's wrong headed for us to to try and make it like a class or like a like a. No, fucking, I didn't mean it like that. I'm, I know, I know, I know. I'm just correcting you because I don't want someone to take it the wrong way. Okay. I don't. I don't want. I don't want someone to be like, well, you fucking. First of all, we're we are fucking middle class as fuck. We're not yeah, rich. I'm middle class, yeah. We are working class, just like the fucking people <laughs> listen to this. I don't think I don't think what Tyler meant was like they can't afford it. I was I think I think what Tyler's trying to say is the people that are willing to spend that kind of money like care enough to like not or you know, they care enough about what's going on not to just be like amateur fucking hour at the stand up place. You hopefully. Know? Yeah, hopefully. I don't know if that's true. It may not be. And I don't I really don't I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression. I don't want anything to be offended. I don't think it's about affordability. I don't think it's about the price of our seats. I think it's about the individuals in there. It's about whether you're an asshole or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what but it comes down to. I, I'm just we were just talking like I wonder if the we were talking like I wonder if we were to spend the money to to, to sit down there would it, would it be the same experience. Right. And because yeah. it not I mean like there are people who can't afford to sit down there that do that go all out and that's like that may be their thing for this fucking year that they saved up all their money mm-hmm. they they got in a yeah. seat that they can't fucking afford and they're just you know it's it's not necessarily about that i'm just saying like i wonder if those seats are the same experience we're having right here this is the conversation we're having so please don't look, anyone get the wrong idea yeah, about sorry that. i didn't mean to he i know that you yeah. didn't i'm just clearing it up so no one gets offended or is you know i mean it's just one of those things look you, you know what is considered proper behavior and what is not whether you were taught it or not, you should know how to act in public in a crowd. Uh, there's a right time and a wrong time to chant certain things. There's a right time and a wrong things to say certain things. You just got to have that restraint. What's you got? Awesome. You have to know. It's it's fucking common sense. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's that's the, what what drives me nuts the most. Like if you're gonna sit there for 20 minutes going, "Hey, where's my nachos?" Get your ass up, walk down the stairs, get your stupid nachos, and shut the hell up. It's it's not. No one's joining in on your chance. Yeah, no. No one is applauding you for saying this. No one is laughing at you doing this. You're being annoying. You're ruining people's experiences. It's there's no point to it. I'm gonna be honest. It, it you're took being me an out, asshole. It took me out of a lot of matches. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. I think the only thing that retains with me is the Rumble itself. The Rumble and the Cena-AJ and matches. Uh, Cena-AJ matches. Well, okay, no, were, yeah, they, they were with were it quality. with everything. They were cool once, with it. Once Doug told that guy to shut up, it was okay. Yeah. Even the guy that was next to me wouldn't talk to me. Yeah. And I was like, good, you're part of the problem, too. Because, <laughs> because I mean, uh, people are... Like, like, I don't want it to come to that. I don't want to be the guy no. who has to tell you you're a fucking shithead. But, but, if, but if it comes to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you are being so obnoxious that it takes someone to get out of their comfort zone and tell you, shut the fuck up, that should tell you something. Yeah. Be like, I, I paid money to watch this event. Not to hear you, not to look at you, not to read your sign, not to do anything in, that involves you. I paid money to not sit at my house and watch it, which would be the best seat in the house because you get multiple angles, you get the close-ups, you get the commentary to go with it. I'm paying my money to see it live, to say I was there, I saw it. Not to, dude, man, I went to this wrestling event. The crowd was chanting so much crazy stuff. It was Uh-oh. awesome. Oh, well, how are the matches? Uh, I don't know. You know, the people like, above us, and I don't know how well they could see. I know the screen went out. and They're like, fix the screen, fix yeah. the screen. Uh, Look, I get being pissed. Look, 
I get when you're in the seats where you can't see very well and you're looking at the screen to see the fuck. I get being pissed off and saying fix sure. the screen. I'm one hundred percent fine with that. Yeah. yeah. That and is I'll, to me relevant to what's going on. And I'll not admit, your fucking nacho craving. Yeah. yeah. And I'll admit, uh, I I looked, I glanced up the screen a time or two. I tried to do like you, where you you're watching the moment. Yeah. And that's just my be, my thing is like if I I'm there, I'm gonna watch this because if I'm gonna yeah. watch the screen, I should have stayed at home. You know. Yeah. And so uh, I, I went back to did both really. Yeah. yeah. So whenever they would go to the outside, I'd watch the screen because you can't see over the crowd and whatever. Anyway. Um, I just want to be like super clear with people. <laughs> this is not us being like killjoys. This is not us no. being like it's dumb that you boo Roman Reigns. This is not that kind of a thing. No. This is like you are one hundred percent legitimately ruining the experiences of the people in the crowd around you. Type shit. We're saying yeah. is unacceptable. Don't fucking be that person. Just yeah, don't it was, do it. It was people the, that didn't know each other that were looking up and down back at each other trying to like do like a little chant thing to get going like yeah. I need a like we said I need approval and it was just like just I mean to put it in perspective if you went to a movie and the guy two rows behind you is sitting there talking on his phone not like quietly like hey I'm in a movie I'll call you back but like oh yeah dude I saw Tommy just the other day how's he doing oh yeah you know if you're if if that guy is two rows behind you you're not going to sit there for an hour listening to it you know, eventually you're either going to get up and get an attendant or you're going to tell them, shut the hell up. Because yeah. I'm tired of hearing your conversation. I didn't pay to hear your phone conversation. I'm here to see this movie. So, but, and look, I mean, look, I know that it ruined a, a significant portion of my night. I know that it ruined a significant portion of you two's night, nights. I know that it ruined a significant portion of the two people who said thank you behind. <laughs> it, how many people did it ruin that didn't say shit? Yeah. There's a whole fucking section of people who were just enduring it. Yeah. You know? It's just don't be that guy. You know? Chant Cena sucks. I'm totally fine with that. Fine. And I know Tyler said the snoozer weight thing bothered him. I it bothered me too, but yeah. I think I think it's I think it's an appropriate thing to say. If that's how you feel about the cruiser weights, you should be able to say snoozer weights, whatever. Sure. I think but it's I dumb. Think it was like, but it's like but when you wait forty five seconds in and you're just like, Well, uh, here's the clever thing that I thought of, let me go ahead and chant it. It's yeah. like, yeah, shut the fuck up, asshole. But it was more than I didn't want to watch the... cruiser weights do a headlock. But do no, a flip. Yeah. Like, I think it was a little more than that because some other guys were like, they need to get out of the ring. They need to leave and stuff like that pretty much. And that kind of went along with it. Yeah. But um, let's let's get out of that. Yeah. And what do we remember that we could talk about match-wise? Cena and AJ crap. was really good. Holy crap, that match was good. Yeah. yeah. They've got um, great chemistry. Yeah. They had, they had the same style match that they had last time, but it's a good match. So mm-hmm. It's very like trading big moves heavy and selling. But it works for them. The cra- they were both fucking over it. Shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and a very enjoyable match. The um, the Owens and and Reigns match I thought was was really good. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was a great start. I owe the show a rewatch for sure. Yeah, yeah I haven't got around to it too. yet. But um, let's see. Even the even the pre show match uh, with uh, Sheamus and Cesaro losing the the titles to uh, oh I was actually and pumped for that uh, yeah. when they won the belts. I was like, oh crap, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, I thought the Bailey match with Charlotte was okay. Um, the Royal Rumble, I I had a really good time. I thought I it was did enjoyable. too. And then um, I was kind of surprised that there weren't surprise entrants. Yeah. Well, I, okay, I, wanted, I take that. Back. I think I wanted surprise. I mean, like legends and stuff like yeah, that. I take that back. They have two surprise entrants. Yeah, they had Ty Dillinger, which uh, you know the the crowd was 
praying and hoping that they would do that. Number just, 10. Just as an entertaining yeah. value. Um, I did hear one thing that made me chuckle, and it was, how funny would it be if the number 10 rolls around and like the Miz comes out? Because he's such a solid heel, and he would get... You know, he's so good at getting heat that that would help him by himself if he were the... He doesn't he need it, though. I mean, no, he doesn't need like it, but on him. Like, it would be the Miz to be that guy, you know, to to ruin this particular moment and then have Ty come in at number 11 or something like that. But, you know, it was a nice it was a nice little gift from the WWE. Here you go. You got, it was, you it was so obvious want. that they had to do it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and, uh, um, I think before that... And, um, who they have? Uh, Jack Gallagher. Yeah. I think they considered Gallagher, Ellsworth, and Dillinger surprises. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think they did good Like with all the people. I mean, it was a star-powered Royal yeah. Rumble. I, I like, like... They sort of broke it in half where Braun dominated the early, the early half, mm-hmm. and they sort of got him out of there before he was to be in, to keep him separated from, like, Goldberg and Undertaker yeah. and all Baron that. Corbin yeah. eliminated him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. After some help from everyone in the ring. But yeah. they all like attacked him, mm-hmm. uh, Braun. Haluva yeah, yeah. kick and yeah. all that good stuff. Uh I'm glad that Sammy Zayn, Sammy Zayn, excuse me, got a lot of shine. He had a lot of time in the ring, uh, as did Chris Jericho. Um now Oh, you know, Mark Henry was so, that was sorts a nice of a little... surprise because he hasn't been on TV regularly. Yeah. He's a Texas dude. Yeah. Crowd, I was so pleasantly surprised that the crowd was hyped for Mark Henry because I yeah. didn't expect them to be. I know we got hyped when we heard the music. We're like, fuck yeah, Mark Henry. But then like everybody got hyped. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, right on. It's probably like his last run. I mean, he's on his way out. You know? Yeah. And, uh, it was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I did chuckle at the, at the golf carts. Yeah. Bringing them, but what's funny is I did go back and watch this part of the Rumble. I did go on the network and, and watch it. Uh, they don't show the carts. Oh no, they're not. at all. But it's really funny. Well, they show then. They just show. They the just ring, cut away from. Or they the go ring. to a close up of someone who's in the ring. Oh. They don't show it at all. Huh. Like they show them come out. They make sure that the the card is off screen. They get to where the cart is, and then they cut to this. Was that the, the was that the same thing Shinsuke was on? For they might have drove him back on. Yeah. It. Oh it, no, they drove him out on it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, something similar with a little platform or something. But um, yeah. So they didn't show it. But I listened to the commentary. There was it was the very first instance when Mark Henry came out and Jerry Lawler goes, "Hey, look at," <laughs> and then, so you could tell that they had to cut him off from yeah. uh, from saying, "Hey, look, he's coming in on a golf cart." But. <laughs> So, because damn that land, that That's ramp. Those are some big ass golf carts to carry him and Strowman and yeah. <laughs> Big Show. Who else used to be Biggie? Biggie, Biggie. Yeah, and Biggie actually tweeted out. He was like, "Well, I guess they're trying to tell me I'm fat or something." <laughs> oh, they told him to get on the cart. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting that all the big dudes they told him to get on the cart. Yeah. We don't so. want you. God, they should have put Goldberg on. Did Goldberg get on the thing? Mm-mm. No. They should have put Goldberg because he's probably gasped by the time he got to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the Rumble, it was nice. Now, I know a lot of people have had their speculations and their anger as to whom number 30 was. And Doug, I think he hit it right on the head, uh, hit the nail right on the head. Yeah, they just played the crowd like a fucking, I don't know, what do you play? Fiddle. What is that? Is that the expression? We played, played them like, like, a like a fiddle. You went exactly the way it, we wanted to. It was beautiful. It was beautiful because of all the yes. shitty people <laughs> all standing around us. 
when fucking Roman's music hit and he came out at 30. <gasps> oh, it was fucking glorious. <laughs> and 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 I we knew exactly what was gonna happen and we both we, we I, all I, I, look, I looked at you I guess he's just there so they're like, Oh, it's great that someone besides him won <laughs> because people people wouldn't have been hype about Orton winning necessarily. I mean Orton was over, but it was a, it was very much a we're we, we we're gonna get them hyped up thinking he's gonna win and then when when he doesn't win they're gonna have no, they're gonna feel like good about who won you know mm-hmm. it's like you got played and the fucking the shitty people that are sitting around it's like the guy that this was in is front of, bullshit the guy like in front of us who was like you know in it with all the people well, around us girlfriend. he's like he was like this is this is stupid I'm, do you want to leave let's get out of here and I was like oh you fucking marks <laughs> yeah. you're so stupid it was awesome because everyone was play. booing like everyone was booing and people next to us were booing too and we were laughing and cheering and they're like ha ha this it was, is so it was, fucking hilarious it was, the, it, was the, I, it was honestly the high night, the high point of the night because we were just like looking around at all the people around us who were just like losing their minds with hate and it was like it was fucking beautiful because you know it's hard to get visceral reactions out of people these days with, with KB Faye being so dead it's like they don't get like it's not the same kind of work anymore but yeah. they still know how to work people it's just not the same kind of work they still know how to play on your fucking emotions yeah they still do it because, was great. I, because i fucking watched 100 people around me get their fucking <laughs> emotions play with so i know that they can still fucking toy with people because when roman came out they lost their shit because there's mm-hmm. a people like uh biased they're like oh i think it's gonna be samoa joe is gonna be 30 samoa yeah. joe and that, you know, it well, was highly speculated. You got speculated. different Samoan. Yeah. <laughs> and you, and his that. name is Joe. Yeah, he's yeah. Samoan Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was so beautiful. I wish it we could have filmed it, it man. Was it, was, it was awesome. I loved it. I fucking loved it. Yeah. We're like, haha, fuck you. But that makes me that makes me wonder, okay, is, is a Roman Reigns heel turn coming? Because, and I'll tell you, I'll, okay, uh... Like I said, I did watch the the Royal Rumble aspect of the uh, Royal Rumble pay per view mm-hmm. uh, on the network, and the stare down between the Undertaker and Roman Reigns after Undertaker got eliminated. The look that Roman was giving it was a very heelish looking look. Aha! Fuck like, you, Undertaker. This is my yard now. Like, what are you gonna do about it? And so they they knew exactly how to get the emotion out of the crowd. And that is, we're going to send Roman Reigns out there. Perfection. So they knowingly understand that Roman Reigns is going to get a negative response from the crowd. So they're not going to, the crowd is not going to buy the superhero face turned Roman Reigns. So I know there's speculation and rumor that we're going to see Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Um, so I think this would be a good time to just go ahead and flip that switch. Well, they should have flipped it a while back, honestly. Yeah. But I don't know that I don't know that it was purely the number 30 thing was purely to help turn him heel. I think at least half of it was we don't know that Orton is going to get like a resounding like great reaction sure. and this is like this is like This is our surefire way. Yeah, this is our surefire way to make sure people aren't like booing us out of the fucking building when Orton wins this thing. Yeah, I mean Orton's kind of over still, but I think he would have felt like a stale like win. They're like, oh, like a, a same old guy. There yeah. was, people wanted, you know, there was some people that were still booing Orton the win. He was pretty over there. I mean, yeah. like the the reaction they orchestrated much, that to but, ensure you know, a favorable. It was reaction. yeah, it was much more favorable. Yeah, more favorable cheers. Than Roman. There were a few boos, but oh yeah, that know. guy in front of us. Like, Come on, babe, let's go. <laughs> 
Yeah, the same guy in the Kevin Owens shirt who thought he was the fucking be all in all knowing shit about wrestling. He was chanting AJ Styles, like staring down the like little preteen girls who were cheering for John Cena so hard, who didn't even know that he was there. Who kept <laughs> he, he had a rivalry with those girls. Keep How it, dare keep they? in mind, he's there with his girlfriend. He has like a rivalry with these two preteen girls cheering for John Cena who don't even fucking know he's alive. And he's like in his Kevin Owens shirt saying, "Oh fucking AJ." And he's, he stood up, and he's the biggest mark in the fucking. <laughs> Building. He stood up. He stood up for every single Royal Rumble entrant. It was like, "This is gonna be the one, babe. This is it. This is it, babe." Yeah. And then it'd, it'd be someone, time, and be like, oh. Every time they stood up, they held hands. Sometimes they kissed. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think it would be like? Full tongue if it was Samoa Joe or whoever he was uh, going to be. Uh, Come on, babe. Let's go to the bathroom. Yeah. I wonder whoever they wanted at number thirty. It's like if he got them, it'd be like a full makeout section. <laughs> Samoa Joe, baby, take that, you little fucking girls, <laughs> in your face, <laughs> Mark. That'll teach you. So yeah, so Randy Orton wins the Royal Rumble, um, and the crowd is happy because it was not Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. So um, also, this little note. Uh, we got out of there pretty quickly because yeah. where we were is we the exit bolted. was like super quick. Yeah. So that was pretty neat. That's the, never happened. The to exit us to the arena was about 50 feet away from us. Yeah. We didn't have which to fight out awesome. of the parking lot, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. We walked back to the hotel, which wasn't that bad. Either, yeah. It was so. like a 10 minute I was walk. still in like kind of a shitty mood. I mean, I was laughing at the last part, but I, just everything <laughs> took me out. You know what I mean? I felt redemption in the Roman Reigns shit. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> you should have left oh. to get your nachos, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> now Roman Reigns, even though I knew Roman Reigns was going to win, I was like, aha, Roman's got your shit now, boy. <laughs> but, you know, I did like the, the other stuff like uh, Goldberg eliminating Brock. Quickly. So quick again. So quick again. Got his number again. And then, under, did y'all talk about Undertaker? Because I stepped out a while ago to get water. Only, we, uh, mostly in reference to Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um People are saying online that he's a little stiff. I mean, cause he didn't he was, look too good. Yeah, he he, he eliminated Goldberg because that was the only way, like you said. He was the only person that they would have bought. They could, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm cautious about I mean, It was still a cool showdown, Undertaker and Goldberg, because that was like a first thing in the ring together. But Undertaker's yeah. not. He's not looking too good. And I know, I, I think he has had hip surgery or he needs hip surgery. I think both. I think he's had one and he needs the other oh, side. Oh, yeah, he's got okay. one more to go. Because remember Stop. when there was all those pictures of him with a cane, cane yeah. I'll tell you what. Stop wrestling, retire, get your surgeries, and hit up GDP. Yeah. So um, I'm not joking. Hit up GDP yoga. Hit yeah, like I said, the, the, the rumor going around is Undertaker versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And this would probably be Taker's farewell match, which I think this would have been the time. You know, we we talked about it years ago. This would be the time to to break the streak. You know, and years ago, you can go back and listen to the podcast. Uh, I said Roman Reigns should be the guy. Could you imagine a sea of fucking hate? Roman yeah. beats Undertaker, breaks the streak, forever Boo! solidified as Fuck the you, biggest Roman. heel. Of all time. He retired The Undertaker. He broke the streak. That's the guy going forward to boo. I don't know. Thoughts, Doug? Uh, look, I like Roman. Uh, I think that people's opinion of Roman 
are is like not based even in reality. Well, the guy's it's the been John having yeah. stuff. The guy, the guy's been having good matches and solid promos sure. for it's, like a fucking year now, and it's just that the only reason people don't like Roman Reigns is because that one time. Look, and I'm as big of a Daniel Bryan fan as anybody else, but the only people, the only reason people don't like Roman Reigns is because of that. You know, what people don't realize, and Braun Strowman is getting somewhat favorable reactions. What people don't mm-hmm. realize is Braun Strowman's the next guy after Roman. He's the he's a project too. Yeah, they're just being a little bit more reserved in how they're pushing him. Yeah. They're sort of they're being a little bit more like pulling the reins back they're just a little burn. bit. They are slow burning him, but if I mean people, he's he is a project just like Roman was a project. The only reason that people are fine with Ro, with a uh, Strowman is because there is no one in the company at all who was as over as Brian was in his like his height of when people just wanted Brian to win. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing with Strowman. Like people are accepting of Strowman, and he is. You know, less f- along the way than Roman. Roman's fuck. Roman is actively good. Roman is a good wrestler. He has good matches all the fucking time. Not just when it's with people you think who carry him. He's came. He came a long way. He's he's a yeah. good fucking wrestler and he's a solid promo. And when they and when they don't make him say stupid shit like Raw with Samoa Joe when he's just allowed to be like a sort of a cocky guy. Yeah, he's I'm the perfect. baddest man he's, standing in this he's, ring. He's fine. He's completely fine. He's good. He's good. You just don't like him because. They told you that that's the guy they wanted you to like, and and, and if and that's the only reason people still don't like it's, him. I feel like a Cena heat he has. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. It is. It, the people only don't like Roman because they told you that's the guy they wanted you to like, and you didn't think of it first. Mm-hmm. Ro- Strowman is the same type of guy coming along the same kind of way, and people are already accepting of him. And it's just because there's no one else that you know be, because Roman's already there, and they and they're like, oh well, we picked. Uh yeah, we we think it's okay like this. No, they want you to fucking like that guy too. They're just a little bit more reserved in how they're pushing him yeah. because they learned a couple of lessons. Like, well, maybe we're not gonna hot shot the fucking push. Maybe we're gonna slow burn it. Yeah. But uh, Strowman's a project just like Roman was. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a great job with with Strowman. Yeah, they are. They and, really uh, are. Got to give him credit. Foley. <laughs> um. You know, we were talking about how he should. We we thought he was gonna win the Rumble and shit. They pulled it back just a little. He's not even going to have a featured match. I mean, he's going to probably be in like the Andre, the whatever. You know. He's yeah. Gonna, I mean, you can have him win that. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm totally fine with them making that call. But they've already they had him they had him get in shit with Roman. They had him get yep. in shit with Taker. They had him get in shit with with Goldberg. Mm-hmm. He's had little touches with all these guys, Sammy. and they didn't they didn't try to. It wasn't like a hot hand that they felt the need to play. They're like they pulled it back. He's like, all right, he's not going to be in a big match. I mean, he's just going to yeah. kill some fucking dudes. Yeah. Whatever. And I think, you know, now that you mentioned that, he probably that's probably where where he'll be because he's craving competition. He's yeah. always asking for more, you know, give me some more guys. So I think they're going to say, "All right, you want you want some more? You'll be the first entrant for the uh Andre the Giant Mem- Memorial Battle Royal." Congratulations. And he'll probably win. Yeah. And continue his yeah, path to destruction. Yeah, he has to win. He has yeah. to win. So but- um all in all, I did enjoy the Rumble match itself and yeah. AJ and a few other things, but like I said, all those people took me out and yeah, that's it. That's just, that's the gamble you take when you go to a live event. And so, yeah, I did say that I'm probably going to try and avoid some WWE live events. Avoid WWE events and go to Evolve. Yeah, I would highly recommend that. 
Um, you know, we are going to try and go to the Survivor Series. Maybe we can have better luck. Yeah. Who knows? Hopefully they have some Evolve shows, too. Yeah. Well, what That's I think what I think I should have done is uh, I should have tried to get all of those tickets where Ryan's seats originally were. And so we would have guaranteed at least a row of peace and quiet. <laughs> hey. We were like, I know that no one's taking these seats, so we're going to go and sit there instead. Yeah, you're contemplating going up there and sit. Yeah, yeah. Like right off the bat, I was like, hey, we can say. And I was thinking about how I would do it because I didn't have the tickets on me. So I was going to be like, oh, I'm with the radio station. I'm checking on, checking in on our winners. Just wanted to see how they're all doing. And then we would just sat down. Probably no one would have stopped this anyways. Who cares? It's top row. Um, yeah. Jesus. We've got we have, we've got a, a long way to go in this show. Hey, this is good, uh, though. This is, I, yeah. I, I, I like this. Yeah. I guess we're making up for last for a couple of minutes. Yeah, we're giving you two shows in two one. Two shows in one. Two for one special. The Don West Brown Bag Special. You know he's yeah. back with you, right? Yeah. I heard that. And they've upped the game of the Brown Bag Special, too. Hey, he told me about that. Hey, that, if it's a good deal, man, you still get... You get like five DVDs and a, two T-shirts. Two T-shirts? Give me yeah. an action figure and call it a deal. I think they do. I'll have to double check. But anyways, um, we can kind of just breeze through Raw and SmackDown just because, you know, we still have Elimination Chamber to, to talk about. Um... Key points, Samoa Joe finally making his debut. A as, lot of, good, as good of a debut as he could have ever Absolutely. Before. The so, way... Well, okay. Last week we didn't talk <coughs> about because he attacked... Well, we weren't here last week. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins got legitly hurt. Yes. Injured his knee. Um, it's the same knee, right? Yeah. Uh, so he was questionable on if he was even going to be able to make it to WrestleMania. But supposedly he has been reported good to go for Mania. So I guess he'll just have to take it easy for a couple weeks before he finally makes his return. But, but yeah. the Samoa Joe debut was phenomenal. Uh, Triple H coming out saying, I am the creator, I am the creator. Come meet your destroyer. Making the crowd think that he's talking about himself when in turn he's mentioning Samoa Joe. So Samoa Joe makes his debut completely destroyed. Well, that was this week, but uh, oh, we're talking about last. Well, touching on the highlights of it, oh, okay. yeah. But um, Samoa Joe makes his debut, completely obliterates Seth Rollins, and uh, very and, well and, done. And, you know, not that I'm trying, not that I'm like you know wanting to see anyone get hurt, but this is the best thing that could happen to Samoa Joe because if he had to wrestle Seth Rollins at the pay per view, mm-hmm. he was going to have to lose that match. Yeah. So it's actually, it works out best for Samoa Joe in actuality, you know. Yeah, and uh, I like the fact that you know Samoa Joe even sent out the tweet. It was like, "Hey Triple H, I've I've taken care of business for you, or I've done your dirty work, or however he worded it." So Samoa Joe this week came out, signed his Raw contract, was interrupted by Roman Reigns. You know, Roman Rollins hyping him up and boys, um, Mick Foley, none too happy. With no, this but this scenario. shit was fire. Like they are both. Mm-hmm. They both came off like total badasses, and you're both like, "Yeah, I want to see these dudes fucking get it on." So yeah, they did a fine job of. Yeah, we never met. Up. My name is Roman Reigns. You're in my yard. I'm the big dog. Joe, 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 Joe and Joe. They're both Samoa Joe. Couple Joes. Hey, what do we have over here? A couple um, Joes. Yeah, but this was good stuff. I think they're setting up for McFoley to quit. He's 
you know, obviously he's getting ready for hip surgery. Uh, he's been making posts on uh, his Facebook page about, you know, he doesn't think that his time as the general manager is supposed to be a long, long-term deal and all that. So it kind of seems like they're making it the the headbutting between Stephanie and Mick Foley is happening too frequently. You know, but they, in all honesty, they played that very, from like almost the start, they've sort yeah. of played with that. Yeah. Love, hate thing. But it seems like they're doing it more, yeah, yeah, more yeah. so frequently. Cause yeah, it's coming when they ahead. started to do it, they, you know, Stephanie was trying to get along with them as much as they could. And then it was like, oh, SmackDown beat, beat us in the ratings that one week. So F all that. I'm going back to the way I was because that worked before. Um, uh, Nia Jax defeats but, Bailey. Oh, one thing I, that was one thing I was looking forward to. Raw was the whole Samoa Joe thing. Yeah, and like he's here, and that's awesome. Like it, I, okay. I was enjoying the match they were having. Every, the match was very good. He was he's fucking motivated. He looked. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, every like in the past, every independent star that I've liked and stuff that's come to <laughs> WWE, and I'm like, I always say to myself when I get to like a certain point. When they come to WWE, I'm like, this is so crazy. This year. I know mm-hmm. he was in NXT, and I was at that point, too. But I'm like, he's on fucking Raw. And yeah. he's like the main event off the bat. I was mm-hmm. like, I never thought that the same Very thing. Very first AJ match Styles, on Raw. AJ Styles. So it, it, every time with everyone. I'm sure when Cassius comes up, I'm going to be do the same damn thing. Yeah. So that action figure you have just went up a little bit in value. Yeah, it did. Oh, Joe? Oh, Joe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, all those guys. Well, two are in WWE and one. I don't know where he is. <laughs> yeah, Joe's character works on fucking point. Yeah, the fact he started out, it was like eighteen years. I've been waiting eighteen years to get to this point. Like just that. That the start was great. The matchup, the match I thought was solid. I did not like the finish with having Braun come out. I felt like it should have been a, a clean ending. I mean, but I get I under- it because yeah. it sets up, you know, what's going to happen with, you know, Braun and yeah. Roman, but eh, it is what it is to me. I mean, I would have been fine with the match ending. Uh, Joe choking uh, out Roman. Obviously, yeah, I would have liked to have seen Samoa Joe get the win over Roman Reigns, but, you know, they got to set up for uh, for Braun and Roman, so he came out. And he didn't do Muscle Buster. He did not. Saving it. Saving, Saving it. it, yeah. Sort of like the Styles Clash. Yeah. It might tease it. Eh, well, there was speculation that, because, uh, you know, that's the move that Tyson kid got hurt on. Maybe they're I sort know. of feeling weird about him doing it. So hmm. Maybe they could test the waters out on one person. Or maybe it's just like we can't risk Roman getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, got to see the debut of uh, Akira Tozawa. That was nice. Uh, the crowd got behind him, which is nice to see some, uh, the, some crowd participation in the cruiserweight yeah. matches. Um, Jericho, Owens, and Goldberg with the list. Goldberg puts himself on the list. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> Daryl was watching. How about that WWE universe? Yeah, Dar- I put uh, myself on the Darryl list. Daryl was watching wrestling with me this week, and I'm like, I was like, uh, Goldberg is country as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. I know people listen. I'm like. You sound country as fuck, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, we do. Hey, I, I'm not a country person. I have I'm the, professional. I have damn a it. twang to my voice, a little bit, but I don't know. He he, he sound like every word was country as fuck. So, I but, mean, Goldberg has to be like Brock Lesnar. It's like you got to keep it short and sweet. Don't yeah. get too 
Don't get too poetic. Like. Well, this one wasn't like that week you missed where he was like, because he, he hit oh, his head and he man. was like, ooh, let's do this again. <laughs> that was and so bad. I told I told Daryl, I was like, hopefully his dumbass doesn't headbutt the door again and he yeah. cuts himself and he bleeds. Knocked himself senseless is what he did. Ooh, let's do it again, man. What's up with the people in his family? His kid does not he does ripping his shirt off randomly. like. <laughs> Yeah, Goldberg, also Goldberg was taking his shirt off at the end after his promo. Gave it to a child. Yeah, I guess so. I was like, you shouldn't have done it like at the beginning or something. I don't know. No. Come out there and. No, you do it afterwards. Come out there shirtless, you know? Be intimidated. Do it before you walk into the pyro. Which, good God, that can't feel good. No. You know, you know some. What was it? Is it Botchamania where he messed up and it like. It hit him and hurt, hurt him? Uh, I don't know. I'm like waiting for that to happen again. And I'm like freaked out. He's gonna like catch on fire or something. <laughs> uh, we saw Gallows and Anderson defeat Cesaro and Sheamus. Disqualification. Uh, New Day going up against Shining Stars. Uh, I did kind of chuckle a bit, but for the wrong reasons at the promo between New Day and Shining Stars, where New Day came out and they were, they said, you know, Shining Stars, you guys come out here every week and talk about your timeshare or whatever it was when. I'm thinking, no, they're actually not on Raw every week. They're nope. hardly, very rarely seen, actually. So, I think that New Day is also, sort of... Also, you're always out here hawking your cereal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and they did a play for ice cream, which got the crowd hyped up, of Booty course. cream! <laughs> God, don't say that. <laughs> Lick up our cream! Try this booty cream. That's right. Booty cream sickle. Hey, why was Francesca green this week? Uh, wasn't wasn't Francesca like red a week prior or something? I think he's got it wrapped or something. Oh, I thought it was like uh, they had to get a this like the only trombone they could find, so it's like she's green this week. Tromboning, tromboning will save your life one day. You'll be like, what? You want to mug me? Um. Chris Jericho defeats Sami Zayn to retain his United States title with some help from Chris Jericho, uh, Kevin Owens. I'm sorry, uh, Chris Owen and Kevin Jericho. That is correct. Um, we saw the bad guys, or I'm sorry, we saw the good guys defeat the bad guys in the uh, three on three cruiserweight what, match. What do you think? About, I know I don't know if they did on this Raw. Maybe they did. I know they do on Two Hundred Five Live. What do you think about? Um, Austin Aries like going out there and like talking to him. As, I think like, it's a, amazing journalism, and he's doing a phenomenal job. I thought, I know, and he had a banana last, in his pocket. Maybe it was last week. I thought maybe they were going to try to do something with him and Tony Nice or something. Like, yeah, well, Tony Nice actually during Raw, he, uh, he ended up getting hurt, Ooh. and he was removed from the Fatal Five Way uh, on Two Hundred Five Live. He was replaced later by Mustafa Ali. Uh. Um, in which did you case, see the match? It was pretty good. I did, yeah, it was. And uh, Jack Gallagher became the number one contender for the cruiserweight title. It'll go up against Neville at Fastlane. So be on the lookout I'm, for that. I'm ready for them to do something with Austin Aries, come back with him. Yeah. I'm just ready. I'm sure they will. And I, I like him on commentary. I think he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. But I'm ready for him to greatest, go back to the ring. Greatest commentator who ever lived. Well, you know what I would do? Poke him in the eye? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put your thumb in his eye? Yeah, that was it. Yep. My thumb in his eye. Um, SmackDown, we got to see a confrontation between Daniel Bryan, Miz, Corbin, Ambrose, and Styles. Jesus Christ, was Daniel Bryan hamming it up? Or <laughs> it's like he's... I really think he's trying to be bad on purpose. I, I really feel like he's angling for a release, you guys. <laughs> he 
He just I'm wants just, to go. I, I agree with you. I, I do. He wants to be a dad. He was being. He was being so like hammy. It was. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> hey, it's his hometown. Last time he was there, he had to retire, which was a year ago today. Actually, I popped up on a little on this day hmm. thing on Facebook. Um, we got a fatal or yeah, fatal four way matchup set up. Corbin, Miz, Ambrose, and Styles. Baron Corbin ended up getting the win on that one. Good, 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 good. Um, What were your thoughts on the Nikki Bella and Natalia screen-by-screen segment? I thought Natalia's pretty good in this, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Not too bad. No, I thought she did a lot of, like, pretty solid, decent mic work. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she's not working with a lot here, but I thought she did a really good job with what she has. Yeah, and then, uh, what was it, Apollo Crews defeats Dolph Ziggler. Then Ziggler attacked. Kalisto made the stave, and that set up for a match for Elimination I, Chamber. I saw that, so that match, and I was like, Apollo was like, get Handicap out of the damn match. ring. You know he's about to attack you. Yep. And whoop, look what happened. Handicap match, players. Um, we had so the, weird. But this is the weirdest booking ever. <laughs> yes. Then we had the, Dolph Ziggler. the first ever dual contract signing. Yeah, you're scratching your head. I'm scratching my head, too. I thought Mickey was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mickey James, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, and Becky Lynch. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss did make a pretty funny comment. Where she was like, oh, Naomi, I completely forgot you were even here. I was like, what are you? Don't even worry about the matchup. I mean, I'm going to win. And She's going to win with her her finisher move. Naomi's finishing move. Okay. What is it called? So, anyways. She's going to get snatched bald. She's going to snatched bald. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. Whenever she says, like, what the hell did she say? <laughs> snatched bald. She's going to snatch that weave off her head. That's right. Uh, the Usos, Vaude Villains, and Ascension defeat American Alpha, Slater, and Rhino, and Brizango. How do you feel about this? all these tag teams? Because they have nothing for American Alpha. So it's like, let's just do all the tag teams. Pretty much. How do you feel? It's a lot. Get them prepared for... Um, I feel there's better ways to build up competition because so far their their run is like Ugh. yeah American Alpha they just I feel have like, the belts that's all I feel like their whole SmackDown run has been kind of bad yeah like they they what got them over with the crowd and NXT was their hard work their you know their chemistry with one another then they're thrust into SmackDown where they don't get to shine they haven't had that shining moment yet so, spit shine. I don't know. Um, but the main event, John Cena going up against Randy Orton. Luke Harper made his appearance known and uh, cost Orton the matchup. John Cena gets the win. So do you guys think we're seeing Well, I guess that will play into our Elimination Chamber predictions, which, with that being said, we got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. So Elimination Chamber taking place this Sunday on the WWE Network, of course. Uh, at the moment, as it stands, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches on the card, which is crazy. Um, what's What's impressive about it is that there are three matches with the ladies. Uh, so SmackDown, SmackDown is like tearing it up uh, with their with their female division. Um, They've got three different storylines going on all at once in a two-hour show just for them, which is great. Uh, they're doing, I, you know, I know Raw has their own storylines going, but 
I don't know. SmackDown, I think, is doing so much better. So we'll kick things off with the strangest booking uh, you can probably find. Apollo Crews and Kalisto against Dolph Ziggler. It's a handicap match. Two on one. So, Doug, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, this is a dumb, this is dumb booking. It's a dumb match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just dumb. So who's your pick to win? Uh, because of all the dumbness surrounding it, I'm going <laughs> to say Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> all right. Tyler, how about you? Apollo and Kalisto. All right. I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler. Or Dolph Ziggler. Either way. Uh, Tyler, we'll let you pick the next matchup. What are you thinking? Becky Lynch and Mickey James. Becky Lynch versus Mickey James. All right. What are you thinking about this one? I don't know, man. Uh, you bring her back to put the girls over. Blah, blah, blah. Or do you? Or do you? Um, Who's really booking this? I don't know. I don't know where they're going, but I'm. Her dog is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking Mickey James. Yeah. All right. Doug? Mickey James. I'm going to go with Mickey James as well. Let's talk about uh, Nikki Bella and Natalia. Now, this one has been built up for quite some time. Um, they could do the blow-off match where Nikki Bella gets the win, or Natalia could uh, get a bit of a steamroll. But they wrestled recently? They wrestle um, Not each other. They keep brawling. So, so this is the first match? I think so. Um, and you also, you know, you also have to keep in mind that uh, WrestleMania is not too far away, so they're obviously going to start building towards that. And um, hearing through the grapevine that Nikki Bella will be challenging for the title. So, with that being said, I'm going to pick Nikki Bella to defeat Natalia at Elimination Chamber. I'll take Nikki as well. Yeah, me too. All right. So, uh, snatching edges. <laughs> oh wait, that's the next match. Well, it can be if you'd like. Would you like to talk about the uh, the the women's title? Oh, no. We can do whatever is next in line. Okay. I've got uh, American Alpha versus the Usos versus Villains versus Ascension versus Brizango versus Slater and Rhino in tag turmoil match. Uh, American Alpha. American Alpha to retain? Who the fuck else are you going to do? Yeah. How about Brizango? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, but... Whatever, fuck that, it. Brizango. That's your pick? Yeah. That's your why official not? pick? Good. Why not? Good. Okay, good. Good. I think that's a great I like them. Makes I really it, do. Makes it easy for they me. They don't give them a chance. I'm going to go with American Alpha as well. They're the fashion police. They are the fashion Ty, police. Ty, I want you to just pick whoever you like the best in all the matches. You, know? <laughs> you pick whoever you want. Don't worry about who you think uh, is going to win. What, uh, Jay Uso. Yeah. That's who's winning picked, the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Jay Uso. Damn it. Jimmy came out. Uh, Luke Harper versus Randy Orton. This match was kind of thrown together. Hey, um, Luke Harper says, "You've torn my family apart, so now I'm going to tear you apart. I'm tear your ass apart." Uh, Orton, obviously the Royal Rumble winner, spread it. Got to have that momentum going forward. Uh, I'm going to pick Randy Orton to win. Tyler, me too. Yeah, Doug? Uh, I'm going to pick Orton, but I wish, I wish that Harper would win. Yeah, I feel I, they might do a new finish here. I can see that. They could. Um, I also heard that Eric Rowan is cleared to compete. He he could be coming back soon, so maybe Harper and Rowan go up against uh, American Alpha. 
Uh, maybe so. Go after go after the tag titles. No, nah, I want Harper on us. I want Harper to be his own man. Yeah. I could see Rowan costing maybe Harper and still being with the Wyatts. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna stick stick with Orton. Okay. Uh, next one on the list on the list, Alexa <laughs> Alexa Bliss versus Naomi for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Doug, we'll start things off with you. Uh, I'm gonna go go with Alexa. Alexa, Tyler. Yeah. Alexa in the, his house. All right, I'm going to go with Alexa as well. And that takes us to the Elimination Chamber match, which is Noah's favorite match. Uh, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt versus Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin versus The Miz. And a lot of people are speculating that Bray Wyatt is actually going to be the winner to go up against Randy Orton at WrestleMania. I'm like, I don't know when John Cena is leaving. Yeah. So either in my head it's Bray Wyatt or John Cena. Yeah. So it really comes down to to those two. Um, Doug, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think Bray is going to win. Bray? You're picking Bray to win? John Cena. Yep. You're picking John Cena. I'm going to pick Bray Wyatt uh, just because I think that would make it more interesting. You mean Miz? Yeah. No. Oh, man. You got to get that. Gotta get that mixed tag. <laughs> so, you got to get uh, that John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice. That's Mania. right. See? He knows. He knows what's up. So uh, that's going to do it for, for that. And I got to say, those were some great picks. Those, those were some, some great picks. picks. Those, those were some, some great picks. picks. Stop saying dicks on the show. Dick. Um, so we already covered Tony Nese being injured. So hot topics. Hideo Itami cleared to return. Could we found that out because Cassius told us at the show. Huh? Hideo is cleared. Oh. You don't remember that? Uh, I do not. I do. Yeah. Uh, you didn't let was... me finish my. After Cena and Nikki beat Miz and Marisa in the mixed tag at WrestleMania, Dadass. John Cena's going to propose to Nikki. Woo! Spoilers. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Five knuckle shuffle her. <laughs> um, yeah, Hideo, not Hideo. Cassius told us, was that on the second show? I don't remember. And then on the speech, he said that Hideo is cleared. Hmm. Good to know. So, uh, other hot topic news: Emelina, at long last, is scheduled to make her debut on Raw next I week. I will believe it when I see it. Yeah, me too. That or I'm expecting the the Brodus Clay treatment, where they've been hyping her up as this sexy model, and she comes out looking completely different. I don't know. We'll see. How well, she comes out doing the dance, the weird dance again. Yeah. Do 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 do. Anyways, uh, next bit of hot topic news: <laughs> the Rock and Roll Express going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame along with Kurt Angle. So cool deal. Um, what's going on with Eva Marie? Did you read something? Is that a legit thing or something that she? I don't know. She may um be gone from WWE. No, didn't hear that. I haven't heard that. I haven't read that. I no. pray to God it's true. <laughs> oh, read everything. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, final bit of hot topic news: Impact Wrestling and Noah, Noah. not not our Noah, not our Noah. The wrestling promotion Noah uh, have announced that <laughs> Impact Wrestling just signed <laughs> Noah Perriman to a specific contract, oh my God. which is not going to be specified Shocker. on the show. Shocker of the year! That would be crazy. He gets um, he has a manager role. He's going to manage uh, Gil Kim. Yeah, there you go. So it looks like. Uh, they're going to have some shows to put together. Holy shit, there's going to be a Castlevania animated series on yeah. Netflix? 
Yep. That's fucking cool. I'm going to watch it. Neat. So, uh, yeah, that's so that's going to awesome. that's gonna do it. We kind of bra- uh, blazed through Raw and SmackDown in our cha- uh, Elimination Chamber predictions. One so more thing I totally forgot make about. Make show not too long. What's NXT up? show. Wasn't there supposed to be some pre-awards that was before the show? You remember how Triple H said that was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, when and where and when did that I'm happen? guessing during the pre-show, like backstage kind of stuff. Oh. So. Who knows? Yeah. Whatever. Bro! <laughs> that's right. So uh, so that's going to do it for us this week. So we certainly thank everyone for listening. Like I said, it's good to be back. And uh, like, I apologize for my like voice. Two hours and 17 minutes. Somewhere around there. So... Uh, if you have any questions for us, make sure to submit it on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, or our YouTube channel, WNS Video. And for those of you who have been following the tournament, it is almost over. Thank God, because some of y'all don't know how to read. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man, I saw that. <laughs> made up this dumb shit earlier. Yeah. Like, really? Mm, come on, dude. Where are all these people? In obscurity. All right? Deal with it. Um... If you have any questions, submit it on our YouTube channel, Dominus Podcast, or Dominus Video. Uh, check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com, WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. Feel free to subscribe to our show on iTunes and leave us a review. All you have to do is search Wrestling News Source Podcast. Search Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel, and Tyler is at Tyler underscore Aber. There you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm bro. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week. Bro.